Well, that's not nice. Me memo and Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime in it. Bud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? <laughs> Robert better not get in my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. He's a little bit long-winded. He doesn't translate very well into our generation, and his jokes are terrible. I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes! There is no God. Wow. You're on the air, sled god! I can't hear you. Oh, that might fucking help. Oh, I'm retarded. You know, I was I was telling a friend of mine today about the last time I was working in a restaurant and I had this boss who he used to only hire like 16-year-old girls to be waitresses and he called them retarded all the time and it drove me crazy. And I yelled at him for it and I was like, you gotta stop calling them retarded. And then we had a really rough day together. I was running the kitchen and then he said you call it and then he's like i'm sorry i called you retarded and i was like it's okay because he's because because clearly you're only partially retarded and i was like oh thanks right well i have a, I, was, yeah. I have the slight touch of tism when you when you look past the glasses i mean it's there so it's oh. all you know yeah that, then, then you know you know my my first husband was on my first husband had asperger's so it, it don't mean shit to me but like elon musk shit or like what are you talking about yeah like no, well, I mean, like, he was, like, a mathematician. It was, like, it was, like if you can imagine, like, so he was, like, a mathematician, but, like, here's the thing that made it weird. So, it's, like, he had all those, but he was, like, his physically, he was, like, basically a perfect 10. So, he always found himself in, like, situations that, like, pretty people end up in, but he was very awkward, so he could never, like, kind of maintain them. But, like, I helped him through that, like, when we were married. But, I mean, like, he always found himself in very cool social situations and stuff like that because people would invite him to parties of, like, oh, handsome guy, sure, come. But then he only wanted to talk about, like, math or... Oh, sick. He's the guy who can remember like eight numbers past pi. Oh, uh, one three one one point three point one four one five nine two six is as far as I go. Now, how horny does that get, does that get you? Reminding you of your first husband? It doesn't. I mean, like I wish him well and stuff like that. And he's like <laughs> he's re, he's re, like it was. I was not. I was not good to him. I which is which is. I mean, it was like weird because when we got married, like I knew. I knew as soon as we signed those papers, like this is not going to last. And I feel like I did it anyway. And I can't, I mean, I, I don't know. It's been like almost 10 years now. So I probably tell you lots of reasons why I did it, but I can't blame you. I, when I think of uh, a uh, slightly very cool autistic man uh, eating me out while also obsessed with the word nine, um, I imagine that would do high results and, and then maybe doesn't. So then, yeah, you got to, well, like, okay, so the, so so now you're at the crux of the problem of our relationship is that I'm a horny bitch and he was not. Yeah. And that was the problem. And it was like a Greek myth, like having to sleep next to him every night. It's like, imagine sleeping next to someone with like the perfect body that will let you have sex with them. And Damn. you love this person. In addition to them being gorgeous, like you love them. So of course, you like there's that added like factor to it too. So it was like, it was like um, Tantalus, you know, who was like the guy that was in hell that was really hungry and really thirsty. And every time he bent his face down, 
you know, the lake he was in would disappear. Or like if you grabbed the fruit tree, it would like blow out of the way. That's how I okay. felt. Like it was our whole marriage pretty much. Huh. I know lots of Greek myths. Okay. All <laughs> I right. reference them all the time. Yeah, no, I'm I'm all over the place. That's all right. I was just gonna ask well, I was gonna start off the conversation with uh well, two things now. One, yeah. how how sick would it have been like a Greek philosopher where like you wake up, you put on like your best robes, like your whatever whatever mm-hmm. type of like wardrobe you had, and then you just go mm-hmm. hang out with a bunch of other people who have called themselves intellectuals, do some wrestling, argue about right. what is math, and then go home and fuck your wife and or uh, boy, whichever one you want. Yeah, a boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure it was great, but at the same time, it was like, I don't know what the standard of living was back then. True. So True. And then you know. and my second uh, my second thing I was going to bring to you, and this is all I have so far, so wherever this mm-hmm. goes from here, cheers. That's cool. Um, yeah. The second one I have is my dog, if, if, like, if they, like, created my dog, like, let's say, mm-hmm. like, um... Who's yeah, they? Like, I, like, I'm thinking of, like, Planet of the Apes. Okay. So you know how like they give Caesar the me- medication or whatever, and he starts talking. Right. Yes. I-, I think I would go through all that work to just find out that my dog would be like, "Hi," like, yeah. like uh, he'd be like, "Do you guys, do you guys want, you guys want to watch Mad School Bus?" Yeah. And I'd be like, "Yeah, you're like, I'm hungry. Oh, food, sleep. You're pretty neat, you know. Yeah, hey, he- you're my best friend." He yeah. wouldn't. He wouldn't even be like the Elon Musk kind of cool. He'd be like the I gotta right. watch him from like eating the paint kind of cool. Like damn. Right. Like much. Well, I... <laughs> Sorry. Go like, on. Oh no, I was gonna say like I don't remember what. God, why can't I? Oh, Shane Gillis. You ever seen the comedian Shane Gillis where he talks about like the difference between kids, the autistic kids, and kids with Down syndrome? Like kids with autistic kids are like cats, and like kids with Down syndrome are dogs. Yes. You know. Yes. It's so funny and so true. I am a huge fan of the Matt and Shane Seeker podcast. I just, uh, I'm not like the the stand up thing. I love stand up. I I, I mm-hmm. loved like surprisingly like loved like Bill Cosby himself. Um, was like one of the well, things I watched. I mean, he was funny. Oh, I mean, like, he was great. Yeah, yeah but that was be- that was his album on uh, HBO yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, you can be funny and a rapist. You know, both things can be true. He, you know. He proved that. He proved it. Yeah. Well, well his- I think people have been proving this throughout <laughs> history. You know, I could tell you, and both things can be true. That's true. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. Very, very mm-hmm. true. It's true. Yeah. Some somehow never combined together all at the same time, but well, they well, are funny I mean, and then not, very dark. Yeah. On not, the other not publicly. Well, yeah. 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 Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. For, oh you yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, publicly, yeah, you can get there. I listen to a podcast. I, I listen to a podcast called Legion of Skanks, and they uh, rated uh, the victims hottest to not. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's it's, awful. It was also a funny. long podcast really for fifty-six women. They had to go through. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No. Legion of Skanks. Oh the, my god. Legion of is awesome. They play games like uh, Who's Most Justified. So they have three videos of people saying the N word, and then they oh. argue. Uh, who was most justified to say the N word in that moment? Um, hmm. And they they might get their ass beat. They mm-hmm. um, usually get their ass beat pretty hard. Um, but yeah. then, like the fun part of the show is just making somebody make the argument, being like, "Well, video three at least like they were getting hit, and then they said it." You know, something like that, where it's like, "Yeah, all right." Like, I don't know. It's it is a show. No, I, to, no, no, no. It like, is a show say, to push the fucking limit. I love it. Oh yeah, no, I appreciate people that are willing to have that conversation. And plus, I've been invited to the I've been invited to the cookout several times. So, oh you know, hell yeah, I, yeah. But you got, I mean, poppy, you, know, you got poppy status. <laughs> well, it's just because it's like I take I don't know I spent the I was I grew up with a lot of um, 
you know, I grew up with a lot of black kids and things like that, like around them, just because it's like, you know, here's the thing, like there was one, you know, I didn't realize this, of course, until like, I think maybe it was like a couple of years ago when I started, um, actually when I was on Clubhouse and I like met this like a- amazingly fascinating woman that was like a head of, you know, huge in AI and stuff like that. But I'll get to that in a minute. Like, um, there's no girl all throughout my life that I've been more attracted to as far as like wanting to be friends with than like a nerdy black girl. And oh my God, can you not think of a girl that is generally societally like more isolated than the nerdy black girl? Like, oh my God. But I mean, like, that's always who I want to be best friends with. Always. Yeah. Because it's like, we, I share that kind of sense of alienation, but of course, like I did not realize until I was older, like the sense of alienation I felt was so not the same. But I mean, like, but still, I felt like I could relate and I felt like we were the same. And so it was always something that, so that's generally like who always my friends were and stuff like that. Oh, and, um, black dudes and anime, black dudes and anime have been like right. the thing in my thirties where it's, or my twenties being like, oh yeah, we, we meet, we meet somewhere in the middle. Oh yeah. No, this is like something I didn't realize until like, so I used to do like um, a Twitch stream a couple of years ago with a guy from like a marketing class and who um, goes by uh, Ace Metaphor, shout out to Ace Metaphor, who still does Twitch streaming. And we used to just Ace. have like those conversations. We used to just always have those conversations all the time about like, well, we talk about like, this is like when that the Jeffree Star Kanye rumor came out and like just all okinds okay. of things like that. We just talk about like, well, it's racial shit. So it's like, I'm a white lady and like, you know, he's a black dude. And then it's just like, we're just talking about stuff like that. It was fun. It was like, I really enjoyed, we'd have like hours long conversations, but you know, I still have Hell clips yeah. of, I still have clips of it where like, you know, mostly I was just saying that like, the thing that makes me sense, like, I just, you know, like my whole thing, my whole thing about Kanye is, you know, maybe Ooh. a number I think, I think, I think he's deeply closeted and that's the core of his problem. And I wish we could just let him be gay. If we just let him be gay, I feel like all this stuff would go away. You know, if like, if it could just be okay for him to be gay, like if we just, if it was just okay for him to be gay, I feel like a lot of this bullshit would just go away. You know, I feel like that's probably why Milo Yiannopoulos is probably like the perfect puppeteer for him, you know? (laughs) I have a soft spot for Milo, I'll admit it. Like he tweeted at me once before he got banned, you know, years ago. And I was like, oh, that's sick. I listened to on my, Milo was on Legion. And uh, oh, yeah. he called uh, Ice on uh, a lady who lived next to him because she pissed him Jesus off so many times. Yeah, it was. Wh- I don't even know what his what what's his deal these days. Is he gay? Is he straight? What's his deal this day? Like, because it's like uh, last time I checked in with him was like when he was doing that. Like, I'm Catholic and I'm a reform. I'm not gay anymore. I don't need to suck dick. I was like, this is some bullshit. I mean, like <laughs> whatever I think of like Milo is like supposedly he's like one of those uh, CIA dudes. He's kind of just a plant to oh yeah stir shit up mm-hmm. and. I know, and that's I always can, a fun one. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. And then, uh, I don't know. He he was real deep into like his black big black boyfriend would fuck him right. real good. So right. right, which is why I was so surprised. Um, he said like, "I'm Catholic and I'm not gay anymore." And I was just like, "Seriously, come on, man." That's you a know? good kink, though. I mean, imagine. Yeah. Imagine I, being yeah. the guy who wants it all the time, and then be like, "Never mind, guys, you can't." Right. So, like, yeah, how many dudes can. are in your DMs being like, "I'll fucking show you." I loved listening to him to debate and things like that. Like when he was like kind of first kind of popping up everywhere and stuff like that. I mean, it's like mostly because it's like, you he's know, a troll. so yeah, because well, because he's a troll. I appreciate a skilled troll. I appreciate a skilled and intelligent troll. But also, it's like you know, he kind of hit like a lot of the point uh, points for me because it's like I have so I have my own I have my own brand of feminism. You know, it's called nice. feminism, feminism, and um, feminism. One of the first tenets of feminism is um, we need to accept that uh, men and women are different, and that's okay. That's totally okay. And that third wave feminism probably fucked up this country quite a bit, making men feel shitty about themselves and things like that and trying to make, you know, just the whole superiority thing. It's like, no, I like no, this. no, no, no. I mean, well, that's my whole thing. So it's like, I grew up with like a lot of brothers and it's, and, and, you know, and I love to say I had two dads, but I mean, haha, like I had a dad and a stepdad who were both very present. 
throughout my life. And it's just like, I just grew up around like lots of positive male role models and stuff like that. Like, so I just, I have a thought, I love men. I think they're great. I think sometimes I think you guys are like um, big, dumb dogs that just need to be loved, you know, um, yeah. on some level. Yeah, I think I think there are people who love big, dumb dudes. And then there are people who are like, ugh. It's like, yeah, like you're a cat. You're like, you might be not, a, you're not a big, dumb dude person. You're a big, like, you know, you want like the guy who's quiet and thinks and puts away for a 401k. Right. And it's like, yeah, those are, those are a different breed. Those are cats. Well, you know, oh, those no, are whatever. I think, of, well, I think of all, I think you guys are all like that just to the certain degree of like, you know, you, you kidding, know, yeah. men, well, I know men too. Well, the thing that the biggest mistake I think men and women always make is that, you know, we women think that you guys think and talk like we do. And then I think you guys expect us to talk and think like we do where men say what they mean and mean what they say, whereas women, there's subtext all the time. And so we always assume there's subtext in everything you guys say. And generally speaking, no, there's, there's not. Right. There's Direct to is. the point. Yeah. It's always yeah, a little exactly. easier. Like, what did I say? Yeah. I know. It's like, you know, did I say that? No. Okay. Then where did you get that? I call that woman theater also. Oh yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like an escalation. Theory. I mean, but also like uh -huh. every, everything you watch is always an escalation of a relationship, whether it be lifetime, oh, totally. HBO, it's always, you know, um, the relationship, yes. there's never been a movie where two people are just like, Oh, what yeah. the fuck's going on? You know, it's always like the center right. of drama and like cheating True. and just dismay or whatever. Um, True. And I feel like I can speak on this because, you know, all the websites and things like that are doing like, you know, their, their roundups or whatever of like the year. And it turns out like all my um, Reddit karma pretty much primarily comes from me giving relationship advice. <laughs> oh, very nice. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do is I like, oh, I like to say, I used to call it unsolicited advice, but the thing is, is people actually are soliciting advice. So, um, okay. So, Holy yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. No, I love to give sex advice and like, you know, just like, you know, dating and relate because I was very good at dating when I dated like because people forget that there's a strategy element to dating. I never had you know? that. Never dated. Never really dated ever. I mean, I did. I had went on dates, but never like was a serial like like, like um, you know, I would uh, I went I would go years without like uh, like uh, having sex. Just because I was like, I, I refuse uh, to date and like go do like the whole shitty, like I'm going to go out to the bar alone kind of thing. But I was also like in your 20s and like in your broke 20s, it's mm -hmm. it's just it's such a terrible vibe, like especially the way like yeah. kind of way women made it like there's. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, because I mean, like you're a young guy, right? Aren't you like you're like 29? 29. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, oh, so sweet. Oh, yeah. And I, <laughs> I have like a Burt Reynolds chest and like I grew up in the age of like Edward Edward. Uh, Edward Patton at Pattinson. What's his name? Edward fucking oh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah Edward. Edward Cullen was his name. Yeah. I'm so sad that I know that, but I mostly yeah. Uh, no, I, re I tweeted the other day. I read three out of the four books, um, <laughs> uh, to date this girl in ninth grade, and it did not. Like as soon as I got to the fourth fourth book, she was like, "Yo, like this ain't gonna happen. I can't believe you read the first three. I was like, "Oh fuck this. It's a big bummer in my life. Still a oh. big cliffhanger." But then I just watched the movies, so. <laughs> I, so, like, I remember, um, one of my, so my, my, I have, a, I have a, this girlfriend that's, she's an astrophysicist, right? And she has, she has this Very roommate nice. that wanted, yeah, that wanted her, she works at NASA, uh, she works at NASA and stuff like that. She's super smart. But uh, she had a roommate that wanted her to read the Twilight books, okay, when they, when they come out. And so she, so then she suckered me into, she's like, if I have to read this, you have to read this. And then, so like, I remember I read the first one and that's like, I was so bored and I hated, I hated the messaging in it because the messaging was so much about like, you know, saving yourself for marriage and shit like that. And I was just like, I was just like, Ugh. And oh, so I, remember, I, I guess I never even got that part of it. Holy well, shit. The, well, that's the 
whole, you know, like that's the whole metaphor with, yep. you know, Direct vampire. To the point. I was actually thinking like, yeah. oh, she just, she just, holy fuck. She just, you know, really liked vampire cock. She yeah. Me, well, yeah. That's a, I mean, yes. Well, they didn't have, of course, you know, uh, he didn't bite her or they didn't have until they had, until they got married, of course. And then of course, immediately after they um, had sex, she got pregnant immediately. Right. Right. You but know? she was so turned mm-hmm. on on like him being on top of her and them almost doing it. You forget right, exactly. that, like, that's like, yeah, that's like the virgin's like dream of like getting so turned on and coming and then finally getting to like marry you first. Right, Crazy. exactly. Which, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I and I he came from thought. a time, he came from a time where that was a big deal. So, a gen, like yeah. a gentleman, wow, okay, I kind of, I, I get that. All right, all right, yeah, Damn, you, and just I mean, broke, you just broke a third wall in the movie for me. Woo, fourth wall, yeah, fourth wall. <laughs> um. <sighs> But yeah, no, that's what, you know, that's what I, that's what old horror and stuff like that's always, it's always a metaphor for some, you know, concept that we have to deal with as, uh, you know, humans and vampires are always about purity, sexuality and stuff like that, you know, so. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, no, the woman that wrote it, Stephanie Myers, like she was like a, a Mormon lady. Okay. And, um. Oh yeah. So she's horny. Yeah. So, so yeah. But then a lot of people don't know this. Okay. So then what happens is um, a woman, God, what the fuck, uh, fuck was that woman named? E.L. James was the name of the woman that then took the Twilight stories and turned it into an adult fan fiction, okay? Mm-hmm. Which then like became Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, nice. Fifty Shades of Grey is Twilight fan fiction written for adults. Nice. And it, Yeah, and if you're familiar with like any of the story, you could totally immediately see it. It's like she just, when, they, when she got a publisher, she just changed the characters' names pretty much. But I mean, that's that's what it is. It's adults, and then I was like, ugh, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades of Boucher. Hmm. Oh yeah, uh, no, there's no coincidence though. Um, oh, I, I didn't no think idea. so. No, that's I, good branding. I'm, I'm a painter, and you know, I just uh, the lettering seems to be similar, but there has there's no there's no uh, correlation at all. It's not like somebody just put Boucher over the rest of the title, right? Of the yeah, uh, of the thing. yeah. <clears throat> you you're, know, you're a painter. You you're a painter, so yeah. You I'm need, a painter. Like, you you said you mentioned that several times. So like you know, I always just assume that meant that you paint rooms, houses, etc. But are you telling me you're painting like frescoes, or are you like you know, a, you know, street art, or what's what's your deal? No, I do cabinets. I just say painter because I mean, I don't like I don't know. Fancy. I don't know. Like that's actually like I apply paint. Like the only other way to say is like I'm a I'm a paint or a paint a paint application engineer. Like, I love that actually. Like no, that's so bad. You have to say <laughs> so painter. Geez. But like, no, Peter's totally no Peter's straight to the point, and it's like yeah. it's simple, you know, and it's got like like kind of like a the blue collar vibe to it and stuff like that too. Oh, Love very it. much. I mean, but it's totally. also like the assholes of the blue collar. Like, there's always heat, which people give you shit about. Not a I whole was, lot of heavyweight. You kind of are a little dainty. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's like I feel like I'm surprised that you're a painter because it's like I feel like the first conversation I had with you was making fun of people that were painters, and then I was like, oh, but you're a painter though. <laughs> oh, I I make fun of myself all the time. I'm all balls. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. That's the first one I could think of. I don't know why that's the one I said. Um, yeah, it's okay. Like, uh, like, you know, like anytime there's like a big dick joke, I'd be the first one to be like, I don't know what I'd, I'd go up to somebody else. And be like, what's it like? Like, I'm not, right. I'm, you know, never you know, my, ex, my fucking ex-husband used to do that too. Like, you know, it was always like, no, 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 I'll go for the small dick joke immediately. Right. And always like, undersell because if anyone ever gets it, then they're like, this isn't that bad. Like, what are you, right. what are you bad? It's like, that's right. really good. Yeah, expectations. Uh, 
it was uh, my best friend had her birthday this week, and so a bunch of us ga- a bunch of us gals were in a space and we we're talking about how a lot of us like to say that we're older because then people are always like, "Oh, you look so nice," you know, okay. for your age. So same deal. Nice, but um, yeah, oh, totally. Um, but for me, like I. For me, when I'm on when I'm on the internet, it's like I have a, like a, cra- a persona I've essentially crafted, like because I grew up in Silicon Valley and I've been working on this basically since I've been on the internet. So it's like I use my real name, I, you know, it's my real name. You could Google me, and it's like it's not terribly exciting, you know, and stuff like that. I so I'm never afraid of. I'm like dox me, sure. I'm like whatever. I'm like it's all readily available out there for you. Right. I'm, there you I, go. I fear nothing. Right. I, it's just it's like, well, it's because it's like I spent a long time knowing that I grew up knowing that literally almost literally everything I would do um, had a chance of being forever on the Internet. So I just was cognizant of that all the time. Right. So I've just always act, I've acted accordingly. Uh, right. So. Well, or or you just like never change it up, which like if, if you've ever that seen too. me, I go uh, I go on little rage fits every now and again because yeah. um, the market here in Minneapolis is pretty shitty about helping out the little guy. Oh yeah, and uh, like I get mad because like you know not that like <clears throat> I ever want help, but like it could help to go on other people's shows, and I've bitched oh, yeah, so much about like- it, you know, to joke and and not, and just like uh, I'm trying to figure out how to um how to correlate what we were talking about because I feel like now every time I get on this I start going rage mode on it where I start going and goddamn like I'm going Alex Jones. I'll go. That's market. okay. Like I'll go. Alex Jones with you, man. Whatever. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, you're good. And the fucking Minneapolis market. Fucking bald demons. The frogs are gay. The frogs. Oh yeah. Pesticides from frogs gay. God damn it, Joe. I have the. I, he's always got the documents. I've got the documents, but he never has the documents. It's so funny. I know. He's he's a very funny guy. No. Um. Just helping out, like uh. Just helping out anybody, right? So I'll I'll have like uh I'll have like bigger people on, and they'll say, right. oh, it's a great part, great show, whatever. We love right. this, blah 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 blah. But it's like uh, it, there's no help to it. It's like why? Because I said something like the other day about sucking my big trans girlfriend's cock. Like I love that joke. you love to bring that up. That joke, you're so. I love that your confidence with that joke is like fucking hilarious. Because that's me. like what it. everyone else loves. Like indiscreetly, indiscreetly, like you, when oh, you see, totally. you know, you're supposed 100%. to, you're supposed to love that idea of that. So it's like when I cut straight to the right. point, it's like, oh, oh my god, it's right. like, oh. yeah, you know. But oh man, I know. Yeah, I, no. I, I do say the same joke a lot. I'm so sorry. No, no, no! Don't apologize for the same joke. It's like I like, I like that. That's I like that. That's your shtick. And I mean, like you know, it's like you know, because well, I don't know. It makes sense. It's timely. And actually, and actually, if you want to talk, there's a lot of there's a lot of psychology to back up what you say. Well, and, anyway. those, and those words, those words already kind of oh, trigger yeah. somebody to be like, oh, okay, he's gonna right. say a lot of stuff. Exactly. Which kind of like allows me to get away with a lot of shit. I, I feel like. Hundred percent. I'm totally with you on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, no, I get it. Like, you know, I feel like Tim Dillon just did the same rant, like, not too long ago, you know? But, I mean, like, at the same time, it's one of those things that you just got to kind of keep your nose to the grindstone, sort of. And you can't kind of worry about other people and just got to yeah. keep doing your thing. That's – oh, I'm sorry. Go on. I was going to say, like, you know, if you want to talk about, like, day jobs and stuff like that, like, you know, marketing's like, what I've been doing, like, pretty much my whole life and stuff like that. And, you know, consistency is, is key more, more than anything else. Right, right. Well, and that's where that's where I'm trying to at least be the same person. Like I know the episodes haven't been consistent, 
Um, the guests have, I, I've wanted to do some better, not better, more guests, just keep it. So that way it's not just me and token saying gay things to each other every episode, which I do. Which love. is funny. Yeah, I it, loved it too. It is very good. I, I do. I do love it. I just, I gotta feel like I gotta get, I gotta reach a point where people start feeling comfortable to share it. And I, I don't know why. Um, oh really you don't think people are comfortable sharing it i mean obviously i was going to but i mean just like you know yeah people don't it's always one of those things it's like Mm. the most demoralizing thing ever is somebody texting you hey your tweet was funny it's like you couldn't fucking like it you fuck like what the fuck is that about like yeah Yeah, i I hate that people are afraid to like what they like like publicly and stuff like that yeah and i I hate that also that just because of what people like or what they seem to like vote or whatever like that, we can't be friends. It's like, what do you mean we can't be friends? Cause it's like, I'll tell you like this one interaction that I'm like actually still kind of like fuming about just because it's like, it was based on like fucking nothingness is like, so when I first got in spaces, like I befriended this person, um, you know, that like did like a regular show and stuff like that and he had a pretty good following and stuff. And like, we okay. got to be close. Yeah. He called me a lot. Like, you know, we were on the phone for like, you know, two, three hours a week sometimes. Nice. Like, you know, just us. Oh, yeah, no, we had a great time and stuff like that, you know. Um, but, you know, we definitely didn't line up politically, but I keep my politics to myself. I'm a political nihilist, basically, you know, as far as most things go. So it's like I kept things to myself, but, you know. Burn it down. Uh, huh? Well, yeah, pretty much. I, I'm for real. So, but, you know, but he, of course, he was he was a gay man. So, of course, you know, that definitely, you know, puts you somewhere politically and stuff like that. Because, well for lots of good reasons because you know your rights are constantly like you know being threatened and things like that so i i get it for sure 100 yeah, i grew yeah. up i grew up in san francisco i get it you know and so but his whole thing was, was like you know with all the you know the rope the supreme court bullshit and stuff like that he's like i was like oh okay my rights are in danger so he's like so i can't be friends with anybody that associates with maggot people and mind you i associate with everybody but yeah. um is that yeah, I'll but like so we actually, yeah, yeah. we never had we never once had a conversation. We never once had a conversation about my politics. He just assumed because of some people that my parents are friends with that I was a bad person. And he never even asked me. He didn't ask me if I voted. He didn't ask me what I believed or anything. He just oh, wow. cut me off at, with no explanation. And the only reason I found out was because of a group text that my best friend was still in, and she's just like. Well, he she didn't he didn't name you, but he most definitely was talking about you. And he said that he wasn't going to talk to anybody that was a fake undercover Trumper or something like that. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Undercover I was like, Trumper is maybe the greatest. Yes. Like, we call it one porno, but also like you right. could do a couple things with that. That's a good because bit. like oh, who, oh whatever, who gives a fuck? I just said I'm doxed. My parents are friends with him, you know, with their family and stuff like that, which That's I find funny. to be fucking hilarious. Do am I friends with them? No. I've never even met them, you know, not, I mean, not really and stuff like that. It's like, I guess I've like seen them socially or whatever, but I yeah. mean, they're not people that I know. Why should my parents' friendships like have any bearing on me? They're grown adults. For know? sure. For sure. And, I'm so right. sorry. So I'm, I'm, I'm so stuck on yeah. the idea of like, like undercover yeah. Trumper being Trumper? like a skit Go for it. of being like, like, <clears throat> how could we do, know? how could we do this? Where it's like, uh, a guy keeps sneaking into like pro, mm-hmm. like, pro-abortion things or like anything like that um, and he's just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's just taking like he's gonna like do the then, like uh yeah. the, he's gonna do the catch-up on the art thing oh it, yeah and then and then the security guard like turns around and is like gotcha you're like under jesus christ man it's all about jesus christ man 
Read the Bible, yeah, you exactly. fuckers. Read the Bible. And is it funnier if it's an undercover, like, MAGA supporter if it's, or if it's Trump QAnon. Maybe it's QAnon. Or, or because QAnon? QAnon's more of a funny one because they just associate QAnon's into MAGA. But QAnon is such yeah. a farther thing than MAGA. It's like, that's the one you can make fun know, of and you're still not, you know, you're still not an asshole for... Well, it's like, I don't make fun of anybody for their politics and things like that. It's like, I see, you know, it's like, like I said, I'm very much, I'm a political nihilist. I think every, like, you know, I, I'm in, you know, I'm in a relationship with somebody whose father is taught political science longer than I've been alive. Nice. He's got a, you know, he's got a PhD in political economics. I know a lot about the way the government works. Right. Too much. Too much, in fact. So, so much so that I don't believe it's possible to make any of it work. You Very know, true. let's just, you know, fucking burn it down is the, is definitely it. You know, like, I, if anything, I'm uh, I'm just a nihilist. I don't think anything's good or bad. It's just, it just is. So where, did, where did you stand on uh, JFK Jr. being, coming back and uh, proclaiming uh, Trump as the rightful true prince of America? Well, you know, I would love <laughs> to see it happen. I would love to see it happen, but I can't, I, I you know what? I also thought Ukraine peaked too early, <laughs> you know? 2014. Which yeah, when did, just, I mean, when was you know? You know, I thought Ukraine peaked too early. You know, I really like an underdog story, and then before I knew it, I was just like, well, you know, what's going on with Putin? You know, like he's he's kind of an underdog. You know, he's kind of downtrodden. Let's support him. Yeah. No, you oh know? shit. No shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> not even to be like one of those guys who like does you know um, support him, but it's like the guy has been saying like since like if you go back and like read old shit and like. 2008 oh, dude, yeah. he's like no, he's I like know. yo back the fuck off people here yeah exactly and then I, yeah U- no, ukraine's been fucking, weird yeah. you, you yeah, th- ukraine ukraine has been a problem for us forever yeah like you know and it's like it's do constantly like you know using us as like you know like they're like the little fucking asshole kid that has like a big brother or like the you know the the bitch with the boyfriend that's constantly like you can't hit me there's my boyfriend yes. you know sort of thing like you know get it baby like that sort of shit like that's just the dynamic and I, it's like i remember reading and i was like talking to a bunch of people that were you know uh and i was like that is so the dynamic yeah you um, can't say you know? it but yeah that's 100 it where like they know they have like the big brother who'll come so they keep stepping over that 100%. line they get exactly. hit and then they're like yo ow and then it's like all right who yeah. the fuck did this i yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so go get them, you know, because we have no bread and stuff. And reset. no, I'm just kidding. No, no, I mean like you know, I love I love my Eastern Europeans. I do. No, yeah, for know? no, for sure. There's always like sad shit about it, but then there's always like some asshole American who's like, "Dude, the hospitals." It's like, all right. Also, yes. like the hospital was clear, and they purposely do that because they store shit there. And then if it hits, if it hits a hospital, mm-hmm. they get to say it. And then there's like a whole outcry of like, they hit a fucking hospital. Even though they're like, yeah, we didn't have people there though, but they still yeah, it's it. crazy. It's crazy how people can constantly think that they can discuss complex geopolitical issues as if they understand them, and then you know, have we all have the solutions or like get critical over people's opinions about them? And it's like you know, I don't think I know anything any better than anybody else because I mean, I certainly, for I'm sure, just a, I'm just a gal, you know, who may who maybe reads a little bit more than other people, and you know, is maybe more tolerant of some bullshit than other people. I've really oh. learned. I've, yeah for sure well and I'm, I'm i'm a conspiracy all fucking day long so like in my head i have to be like all right what's reasonable and it's like there's a lot right. of shit that's actually conspiratory that's like that could be kind of reasonable and actually makes more sense than just like these people are bad like you know the one that, yeah i've got a friend i've got a good friend us. 
yeah, I know I've got a good friend that I'm constantly in spaces with um, who actually was um, proposing her uh, her theory about um, the whole JFK assassination being like a complete fuck up, like on the like it was an accident, like that we did it basically. And like I'm it, I'm here for it. Apparently, there's a whole podcast about it. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah. She's like, can you imagine if the whole thing was like just to cover up our incompetence of the Secret Service? And I was like, I'm here. Um, I'll take okay. Mm. Hmm. But I mean, I was I've also was thinking about that a lot too because I was watching this um music little documentary last night and there's a, a band uh an old band called like texas is the reason which is like you know a misfits which is the name of the band but it's from a misfits song and texas is the reason our president's dead and then like all their song titles were like you know kind of like you know from the you know back into the left and just yeah okay. great band texas is the reason great band you know um you know if you're into like that kind of like uh oh god like post hardcore like you know pre-mall emo you know, time period of music as like, I am like, uh, let me see if I can get it here. Like, um, because tonight will be the, n like that kind of shit or nah. Um, kind of, it's like, what are you doing? Like what I, what, what a friend of mine on YouTube, uh, that does, has a channel where it talks about punk rock, uh, where he goes with the Midwest sparkle, a Midwest sparkle daddy. Holy shit. I thought I turned my notifications for my telegram off and I did not. Oh my God. Oh, no worries. I heard something <laughs> about daddy um yeah oh midwest sparkle daddy is what uh, the like a genre of a subgenre of um, music he calls it but it's like it's gotcha. like midwest midwest emo is basically what it what he means by it like you know get up kids and uh promise ring mineral you know texas is a reason would fit in there too i'm trying to actually. think of the the weird kind of screamo emo band i i lost my finger virginity to um you lost your finger virginity too. That's it, hysterical. No, but like the the song is so bad. It's like I. It's so cringeworthy uh, to talk to people. It's it called Yeah. Saves I'm the, the day. Or dot, I think it's warrior. I think it's dot dot curve. Um, hmm. or it's like Yeah, I'm the sex. I believe is the uh is the name of the man, song. Man, I can't believe I can't. I feel like I should be able to guess this because oh. it's like man, I don't really know it for sure. If you, I knew all. This is I like. To, sorry, uh -huh. go on. Oh, no, no, I was going to say, I worked at a record label. I was like, very much in the scene, like, right after high school, at the end of high school, and this, stuff like that. This is pretty obscure. For. I don't know. Some chick named... Yeah. This one chick who had, like, one really large boob and then one medium large <laughs> boob, um, she showed me... Is this me. the girl you... Oh, she, oh! You just, so this isn't the girl you finger banged? Yeah, this no, is the this girl is the one. That's the one because she's okay. also the one where like I got my tip in and like just the tips of my finger in, and then also she like this shoved the whole she shoved the whole thing in and showed me like no, nah, the whole thing can go, bro. And oh, then, whoa! Yeah, 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 she, yeah, yeah. What? Huge, huge That's turn hilarious. on. Huge turn on. Cool for a chick to just do that yourself. But uh, and then also, but really weird though, because her room was disgusting. Like oh, she slept, yeah. she she slept on just the mattress. She definitely uh, had like a '90s blanket still being used in like the early 2010s. Uh, there was a glass oh of milk. God. There was How a glass of milk. There was a glass of milk on the floor just sitting there. No. How old are you? Why do you always have the best, grossest, like kind of sex stories? Oh, there are. There's so many more. The ninth. Oh no, was, dude, I've got them too. It's okay. I'm like such a bro about not, this shit. Ninth or tenth grade? Uh, ninth or tenth grade? Ninth or tenth grade. I, okay. I think Joe Joe Flacco was playing Matt Ryan in a wild oh, card game Joe or something. Flacco. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you get there. Sorry, if I also sound confused, I I've been drinking this cold drink, and the bottom part of my teeth now are hurting. I'm sorry to hear that. So I, I'm sorry I, to hear that. I definitely have to brush a little more. Yes, or or or, um, or my gums. Know, with with a with a coconut oil. There you go. You know. I hate coconut though, so that probably won't happen. Yeah, but coconut oil doesn't taste like coconut though. You know, okay. it's just like the and the um. There's a whole book on it. It's like a whole. 
there's this whole, you know, segment of hippies that, you know, think, well, I've, you know, I used to think that they were crazy. And then actually like I, I read, you know, well, the dental, the dental industry, a lot of it is, is, is crazy, um, scammy. I learned. And I learned to actually like, going through it with like, you know, with my boyfriend. Cause like he went through, Oh my God, he had, he had all of his teeth replaced cause he was Ooh. traumatized. Yeah. Well, he, he's got implants and, um, they look great by the way, but, um, the cost of the implants and the time it took, um, the cost of the implants, we could have put a down payment on two houses, Ooh. um, easily. We could have bought two more houses. Um, we actually, things got so bad for a while. We actually broke up for a little while. <laughs> Damn. Oh, cause it's teeth. like he was, well, cause he was constantly in pain and he couldn't eat and he couldn't smile. Can you imagine what that would be like for a year? You'd have no idea how much that stuff affects a person like psychologically, like not being able to smile. Number one, because mm -hmm. like, you don't really you have to go, go, you have to go like six months with like basically no teeth, you know? So you yes. can't smile and you can't eat, you know, so you can't really eat anything. Definitely nothing solid, you know, Damn. and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, do you think you're, you know, so you're definitely smiling, you're not eating, you know, you're not getting a whole, whole lot of sleep. You're definitely, you know, not fucking, you know, and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, you know, what's life? Well, for sure, doggy you know? style. Yeah, well, yeah. Things are I, would, I mean, and in the I dark. Would, I would, I'm, I'm a horny bitch and I love, I love, I, I would, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. But I mean, like, for me, but I mean, like, it, you know, he has, he wasn't into it. But anyway, like, yeah. So, as a child, so this was a whole thing for us because it's like, as a child, he grew up in like a little hippie commune. Okay. Mm -hmm, in Texas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I guess apparently when he was, when he was really young, he'd gotten to a fight or something like that. And like, you know, some kid like, you know, knocked some of his teeth loose. So like at the, at the hippie commune dentist equivalent, I, I shudder to call it a dentist. They um, sat him down, tied him to a chair with a rope, like an animal, and then proceeded to pull his teeth out with pliers. So he's been, and not afraid to go to the dentist his entire life. I don't blame I him. Why. Fuck that. Yeah. And like, I mean, I didn't really believe him, but he was, he was, he, it's like approaching 50 and incredibly difficult with the dentist. But That's then again, the, our, That's the first, yeah, the first dentist we saw had actually no bedside manner. She was cunty to say the least. I mean, she really was. It was like, and I tried so hard to like make things work, but she just was, she had no bedside manner. She was not a nice person. Oh. so which made things worse and it's like but of course he's being super difficult too so it's like I, there was no it was a no win so eventually we just said yank them all out put them all put new ones in the russian mafia i'm pretty sure um is in the teeth replacement racket because it's like you know it's one of those things everyone in the office russian you know okay. gorgeous yeah gorgeous russian always you know polish something from, like from that. The, oh yeah no no but they were russian <laughs> You know, I, I know the difference in the languages and also, For you know, sure. the spellings of the names. But yeah, sure. no, he was a great doctor. He's like the best one in the area. It's fantastic. The first time we went, he was showing us videos of replacing, you know, little old ladies like who had never got to smile because they had like shitty Eastern European teeth and then like smiling when they had like pearly whites and they were crying shit. Very emotional. It's crazy. Yeah, good, nice. good doctor. Good doctor. I'd recommend it to anybody. But yeah, Fuck the process, yeah. expensive, long, you know. Fuck no. I, I hate my teeth being played with. Not my thing. Um, let me ask you this. <clears throat> you are a star person. Yes? Yep. Yes. Let's read me. I I've never had like a serious breakdown. What what how much how long would that take? I got I mean, don't it's not like I got a time limit. I just gotta know right? like what do you got what do you need to know from me to be able to give me like a reading? I need for to some know stuff? I need to know your birthday with the with the year, uh the time of day that you were born and okay. where. Oh, okay. I can give you. Uh, yeah, I can give you that. I, yeah, I'll figure it out. I, 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 yeah, a lot of people don't know the time of day, but I'll, most of the time I'm like, text your mom, call your mom, your mom. Your mom will know a lot of the time. If not, if you don't have a copy of your birth certificate, yeah. the time of day is crucial 
And uh, yes, I'm always happy to defend astrology. That is mostly what I do professionally. And I do find I defend it a lot because that's something, well, because of us bouncing around topics and things like that and saying, like, I've got lots of fancy smart friends and things like that. And be like, Felicity, I don't understand how someone so smart uh, can put so much stock into something so stupid as astrology. And I was like, well, because you don't understand it. Right. You know. Well, and people forever have lived by it. I'm, I'm a huge proponent thank you, that. Thank you. That's the first argument. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge proponent that people are starved of like starlight. Like, I think a lot of mm-hmm. people grounded themselves back in the day, even if it was like, um, I'm not a fan of like that. We were all just hunter and gatherers. I think there was a hell of a lot more to civilization than that. But anyways. Yeah. I Where think, were you born? Uh, sorry, but I, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I was born in uh, Robbinsdale, Minnesota. Uh, let's or see like that's... Minneapolis, Minnesota. I guess I don't know. It's 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 fucking. Uh, it know it, it's within it's, yeah. it's it's within like ten miles of each other. Oh, found it. Uh huh. When is your birthday? And I bl- uh, the August twentieth, nineteen ninety three. That's a day before my dad. Well, obviously a different year, but I mean like, okay, let's, you know, so you're Leo though, but I mean like, that's my dad's, my dad's birthday's the 21st, obviously. Oh, and I think that actually puts you the same uh, day as our friend, uh, friend of the, my game show on Twitter, uh, Jerry Chacon, I believe his birthday is also August 20th. Very nice. He might be the day. Yeah, no, he's, he's good. He's a good guy, a twin and utterly hilarious every week, consistently hilarious and a great artist himself. Very nice. nice. It's so strange to have as many friends as I do that were born in the 90s. Like, I understand now about, like, when I had friends that were always, like, sickened by the fact I was born in the 80s. Like, I so get it now. It's like, ugh. Right. Yeah. I feel that. It's it's just, it's weird. I'm Yeah, it's just, it's like, I mean, it's really not that much time even really. Do you know that, I need to know the time of day you were born. Do you have any inkling about I that? It's like 9 o'clock or 8, 8.30 or something like that. In the morning or at night? Uh, yeah, in the morning. Uh, so you'd go with like 9 a.m.? Yeah, we're going 9 a.m. How confident are you about that? Because this I'm is actually pretty, the time of day. Time of day is most important, actually. I'm, I'm pretty confident. I can text my mom real quick, but she's going to call and probably fuck the feet up. Okay, well, like, no, let's just go with this, and then, like, we'll correct it if we have to, because it's like there's a window of, like, two hours usually that, like, kind of makes a difference. For sure. Let me text her, and then I'll just tell her you can't, uh, you can't call me. Okay, yeah. She's like, yeah, mom, don't. You're so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. I love this. Mm-mm-mm. mom my mom my mom texts me at the time i was born on my birthday every year never fails which is 3 20 in the morning so it's always kind of crazy but my mom's kind of like a large part of the reason i've always gotten into like the woo-woo shit my mom's always been into it right well i the f- thing that's really funny about it though is my dad has actually always been into it and i never knew that until like a couple years ago until he started like pressuring me to do astrology professionally. And I was like, I, you don't think it's a bunch of bullshit. Cause my dad's like a bureaucrat, you know, like kind of like a very staunch Republican fun, a fun guy. Everybody loves my dad. Everybody loves my dad. Uh, he trolled, you know, my game show one night accidentally. I like to, the narrative I created is that he trolled it because he was stupid. The reality is, is that he was on the wrong API. It was too stupid to make it work, <laughs> but you know, He's good. He's good. He's, you know, comes on. He used to come on Clubhouse when I was on Clubhouse all the time. Uh, he's very entertaining. Uh, well, my mom yeah. said 12.01 a.m. I don't know. She had five kids and she's 65 years old. So I'm... I think she would know what time you were born. She's your fucking mom. And I love to go with that because it's like, you know, she, um, you're in you because you weren't even fucking close, which is funny as shit. 
12.01 a.m. Really? Just ask her if she, see what she, see what she says if she say, if you say, are you sure? <laughs> I'm curious if she would have a bitchy response. So she'd be like, it's my vagina. No. My, no, we have a, our relationship is very funny. Um, yeah. I love people's relationships with their moms. I mean, cause it's like, I had, I had a very kind of bumpy one with mine until I was an adult. Um, but I have a good one now. Bumpy. Bumpy in my mom's uh, relationship and I, that's like a very normal thing. Yeah. So that's how many, always. How many siblings do you have? I have, uh, well, I have one piece of shit, but he identifies as a guy. And then I have uh-huh. I have uh, another brother and I got two sisters. So all in oh, all yeah. four. Oh, yeah. No, I get that. I've got like, you know, I've, I've got one that shares both parents with me. But I mean, I got I've basically like Same. I've got a ton of siblings. I got a ton. I got a ton because my dad's a romantic. (laughs) My mom. My mom had three kids, and then met my dad, and then had my sister, and then me. But she, my mom, was on the podcast. It's actually a pretty funny episode. Oh, I love it! I like. I'll totally listen. That's so cute. I love that. The whole time, I just badgered her about if my dad was a good lover. That's funny. You know, that's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite things to do with groups of people is I like to change. I like to make things awkward, like to the point where it kind of changes the temperature of the room. Sure. And one of my favorite questions to do that is which one of your parents do you think has a libido that most closely matches your own? That's, that's just very funny. Right. Well, it's something I thought about once because it's like my dad's kind of a prude. Right. And so was my sister. Okay. And so that, that, that led me to believe it. I was like, really? I was like, so I'm not like them at all. I was like, I wonder if I'm anything like my mom. And then that's like when I started thinking, then I started thinking about my mom and like things I knew about my mom and like kind of as an adult started kind of putting pieces of puzzles together. And I was like, oh, I think my mom was a home. That's funny. <laughs> See, on, on the job site, I ask dudes like questions that make them think like. That's so um, funny. So like one of them is. Like, let's say, you know, you hook up with this chick and you're like, oh, man, mm-hmm. this chick's super fucking wet. And then she <laughs> says, yo, I'm only wet because I just fucked a guy an hour ago and he just blew a load in me. I was like, now, are you gay for thinking that it felt good or being honest? Because, yeah, that would feel good, even though, like, yeah, you know, that's come like a cum filled pussy right. would still feel really fucking good to slide into. Right. So I was like, right. I was like, I mean, what's up, man? I was like. Are you gonna be honest and like? Are you gonna be like, <laughs> like? What do you do? And he's like, "That's fucked up." Everyone is like, "That's fucked up, man." I know. That's it's. Oh god, this is like the first really long sex conversation we had in spaces was like kind of on this topic, and I think that's really funny because it's something I that, did like, this. Oh no, no, no. We were no. Okay. We were talking about well, it was because we, me and another girl, were talking about how like we were wondering yes. like what what the dudes their their discomfort with this. Like, I don't understand men's discomfort with with their own like. Oh, are we talking about are, when I got in it with that chick about eating, uh, eating a chick's pussy after you came in it? Right. Oh yeah, and she was telling me to just lick the clit, and I was like, "That's too much." Like, <laughs> yeah. That's too much. Like, I can't believe. Okay, like, but even like the 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 beef that men have with like their own. Like, so I had a boyfriend. Okay, like for like that would make me brush my teeth before I kissed him after I, if he came in my mouth. Okay. Like, which I think is fucking ridiculous because it's like, I just, it's like, it's it's your own fluids. I don't understand, like, the disgust, the disgust. It's like, it came from your body. Like, what's the deal? Like, why why are you grossed out by that? I think, I think for me, it's... Also, it's, like, sex is, like, gross and messy. Like, why aren't you into it? You yeah, know? It's like no. It's and if you can, like, have a chick squirt in your mouth, like, what the fuck? Like, but I think, right. I, I think it's just, like, not getting into your own, like, like, don't dig the, don't get into the own supply, you know, kind of, kind of the own thing, I guess. So you don't know 
what your own cum tastes like, I'm assuming? I no, guess. never, never. You've never, never. And, and you're never curious. Never, never. I've I've <laughs> definitely what... I've definitely like looked at it after and been like, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> you know, like wherever like on a towel or something. Like I've right. I've examined for sure, but never this is, this is what makes me so sad about about uh you know, and this is the problem, and this is the problem of, you know, uh the gender wars and things like that. Like women are given the free like all sexual people and their sexual sexuality is fluid and it changes throughout our life though you know people have studied this for years it's true we're not as and i also well my big thing i used to rail against for many years which drives some people crazy is like i don't believe that the term in the term necessarily bisexual why because i think that bi implies you have to be completely 50 50 and i don't think that that's true of anyone i right. think that you always i think people have a preference and i think if you have a preference then i feel like you shouldn't be able to say bye okay. and i feel yeah, like for sure and i feel like and then I feel like, and I feel like all people deep down are open to going both ways. If you know, if the situation's right, basically. And then there are some years where you're gayer than other years. They proved this with a, st a study they did at Cornell. Like I think over the course of uh, thirty years, it fluctuates throughout our life. You know, like some years you're like, oh, maybe I'm 50, 50, uh, 51, 49. and one year I'm maybe sixty forty and things like that. And I know I, I in my own life, I guess I could say that. But you know, here's my point. The women are allowed to explore their sexuality and things like that in like in college or like whatever. And it's cool and things like that. And that's like we're allowed to do that. And that's how women figure out what their preferences are and things like that. Men should be given the same freedom. And I think that's kind of cool about the like the, it seems like a lot of the Zoomers kind of seem to be. I mean, they're not having sex, which is like, you know, article, article after article says that. But when they do, they seem to be more open into experimenting and figuring shit out, which I think is cool. You know, and stuff like that. And it bumps me out because it's like, why Why does your masculinity have to come into question and stuff like that if you, like, whatever, let a dude fuck you or something? I don't know. It's, like, so dumb. It is, but there's a, there's a close line, though. Like, um, like, uh, like one, like, look at Shane Gillis. He talked about, like, one of the first times he ever masturbated. He masturbated in a group of guys. Um, right. And, you know, um, and they all did uh, it together. Yeah. And, like, oh, no. That was also, like, uh, Sam. Oh, fucking, what his name was. Oh, God. I love that guy. Fucking, there's another comic that does that same that that, that same bit, like or a similar bit. Yeah, about well, a lot of a lot of dudes did yeah. that, um, because Dude, porn totally was hard to come that. by for sure. Well, yeah, and then it separated like my age, where like you could watch it solo at your house. You didn't have to have a DVD, and one guy's brother had it, and you would all watch together. You know, none right. of that happened. But the other right. thing too is, um, men, I like even like the most hetero situations where you're thinking like, um, men in a locker room getting ready to play a sport. It's very gay. Well, yeah. uh, this is something yes i yes i mean yes this is something i know and it's like this is also like the thing that i was kind of like talking about earlier when you're making a joke about sucking your trans girlfriend's cock um men and this is you know something i've read about with the you know or it's very homoerotic i guess it Maybe is not well, gay because, it, well no it's because men appreciate like you know men have been conditioned and also to appreciate a dick they like seeing dicks. It's because it's like, you know, it's like, hey, that guy's got a good dick. Or no, like, no, no, you know, like, no, 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 no. If you have a good dick, then you can really appreciate a good dick. If you have well, a medium you know, dick. you admire a dick, it, you know, like, yeah, you know, it, I can show you. Well, it's, it's, it's a psychological thing. It's oh. something that goes back to like, you know, they've, you know, been tracing all the way, you know, to, you know, ancient societies and things like that. That's why there's lots of phallic objects and things like that. That's why it's such a prize. You know, it's like, oh, yes. If you can separate you know? where, if you can separate like a good dick in your life. So like what I'm saying is like. Um, I'll sit there and I'll acknowledge almost anyone's good package. Now, right. see, um, I'm with being as little and descriptive as I can be. Um, 
my it's gonna make me end the call in 10 minutes it's it's done we'll have to go on a break and then come back or whatever but whatever i thought it had unlimited time no worries um anyway my my uh somebody a past relationship of mine is now showing up with a new somebody and and the whole time um you know i kept thinking about um you know is he taller than me how much hair does he have what's he dressed like i saw that and once i saw that i wasn't intimidated so immediately my head went he's probably got a fat fucking hog on him and uh and i was like fuck like why does it have to be that to where like i'll never know but now it's like forever gonna taunt me to be like that guy's probably fucking hung like a fucking horse and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even like yeah. a, something that hasn't mattered in honestly like six years to me, right? Um, yeah, is something now. You know, it's like how funny that like you're exactly right. There's something about males and phallics and and uh, no, and, I'll, I'll I'll happily send you the Psychology Today article that I sent to all my male friends. You know about oh, for it. Sure. Well, mostly it's because it was born out of why is, you know, because, you know, Pornhub at the end of the year does like, you know, the, all the big stats on, you know, like what people search for and stuff like that. And of course, and also one of the, so when I'm giving, un, you know, solicited and unsolicited relationship advice, you know, um, you know, or when my gal pals come to me, you know, with questions, because I'm, I'm that friend that everybody comes to with like the weird sex questions and right. stuff like that. Why is my I've dude seen, only in the cream pie porn? Well, right. Well, it's because well, it's I've seen it. I've, I've seen it all. I've done it all. Trust me. And, and so like. <laughs> One of the most uncomfortable conversations I've had with so many women is like they is when they they find out their dude is into trans porn. It's just like and it makes them. And I understand the insecurity it causes because because here's the thing: it has nothing to do with having a problem with trans people or anything like that. I don't have a but penis. It's it's well, it's the penis because you know what we don't have one, so that's the whole thing. And then it's like, but basically the psychology behind it is it's like the two things that men love the most are beautiful women and dicks. And it's like so it's like combine the two of them. It's like, you can't miss it, you know, can't beat it sort of combination is psychologically at least. And so it's like, I've never been weirded out by it. It doesn't weird me out. I mean, and it's like trying to get them to get comfortable. It's like, you know, the psychology, if you get to, usually the psychology today article will generally like get them to bring, you know, bring them back down to it, not being so weird, but it's like, it's like the weirdness. A lot of them can never get past like the initial shock. And it's like, well, there's, a, you know, it's, it's the insecurity yeah. about yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. To, I'm trying to think though, because yeah, I'm not. I'm not into it, but I have seen it where like it's more comforting to see like a very hot face and right, like, like tits, right. and then and hot, be like, yeah, exactly. for some reason, there's like there is a there. There's a thing where if you showed me a lot of it, I'd be like, Ugh. but if you if right. I'm scrolling. There are times that I could definitely see myself being like, well, that's a chick who has a penis as opposed to in most of my everyday life. I would be like, well, that's a dude who has tits, but right. You know, well, but- yeah, I mean, well, I, I, this, you know, that's changed a lot. Our view of that sort of stuff, I think, in society, just because, you know, trans people are like, you know, everywhere now as opposed to, you know, I mean, because back like, you know, like, let's say, well, like, you know, my boyfriend was growing up and stuff like that i mean it was still chicks with dicks back then you know it was right. Like the whole thing, right but, but then like you know? i think the psychology of it for me is like i find it hot not hot i don't like i said i don't find trans porn like uh hot at all yeah, but, no, but what no i find judgment. no but what i find yeah. like what what i find like in the moment where i like i don't ever like i i guess appreciate i don't even know appreciate because i've never watched it but i see like a little clip and in my head something triggers to go that's a hot chick with a dick which i like right. more than I would to see like a dude, you know what I'm saying, or like mm-hmm. the, that the voice or something would be like not a dude. Like the one thing that always ruins like when a guy the is, voice. Is a- yes, no, yes, yeah, me too. Actually, because oh. it's like I remember I wa- I tried to watch some like you know like w- with a dude, and I was like oh, I can't do it. 
you oh, know, when like, you hear like, the guy going, oh. yeah, I can't. It's, well, voices, voices are a thing for me. Like, cause I, yeah, I, baby, I, I, like, I, in fact, oh, have, yeah, oh. I, I, in fact, you know, I do have, a, I have OCD. I'm a silent lover. Real, yeah. I just, I can't like, so, but yeah, people's voices have been a thing for me since, you know, I, I can't was, talk. I'm the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm not a oh, Leo. You mean, like, when, dirty, like, oh yeah. You mean like dirty talk? It, I'm not I'm, a Leo when it comes to, when it comes to dirty talk in the bedroom. No, oh yeah. We'll go over that. Yeah. Oh, my last question is where do you live now? That counts. I mean, in relationships, like where you were born, um, like 25 minutes away. Not even. Yeah. But where do you live now? Um, I mean, like, I'm pretty open. I'm, I, I, I've yeah. got it like all within 20 minutes of what I probably might go back and kind of bleep some of it out. Of course, yeah. How do you spell that? Um, N A or N A O K. Uh, Noka. It's a uh, pretty Indian. Yeah, I mean that's why I have to ask everything. That was the joke I was making when I like listening to like you know um, drama spaces of the Midwest because it was like everything sounds magical. Wait, spell it one more time. N A O K. Oh, okay. Okay, I think so. Yeah. So whenever you cut out or whenever you have to, let me know because I'm gonna make another cocktail and then we can yeah, restart. Oh yeah, no. Well, let's just end it now so we can we can come back because like because it's got five minutes, so might as well just you awesome. know like do it and then come back. All right, so I'll yeah. see you come back. And yeah, then are you just gonna please. resend me the link? Yeah. Perfect. Or or just reopen yeah. this one. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds good. many things at once <laughs> no worries no worries at all yeah i know because i had and wally wally's just like how's it going i was just like it's going great wally <laughs> wally's a funny guy yeah and he would be he would be like how we met essentially i guess yeah 
Because it's like, I didn't realize that, like, you know, he'd been, like, kind of in the background of, like, all my spaces for, like, months. And then all... <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a space guy for sure. That's he just kind of popped into ours. Uh, we used to do one. I mean, almost fucking nightly, a couple of years yeah. ago, and it was just a small group. And then I mean, uh, like a couple of years ago, when spaces is like only well, I guess spaces is like maybe two years old, maybe. No, it's so say, like, like clubhouse. Clubhouse is like two years old. Pandemic. Pandemic. Oh God, I know. Well, I mean, like, but I mean, spaces can't. Oh, God, I'm gonna look this shit up because I was gonna say like, there's no. Everyone knows uh, time's distorted for people. Uh, it's probably like six months after March of the pandemic. So in the uh, about yeah, about two years ago, probably. I want to yeah, say two, yeah, two years. That's right. Because uh, we uh, I got into spaces after having some guests on, and then um, I went to a. Uh, minor league baseball game here in uh st paul and Mm -hmm. i like i'd been on so many spaces with these people um there were people i knew that were going we were kind of all sitting around each other and as people started talking i started you know i uh felicity i have like um some sort of like uh spectrum uh when, yeah. I, when i go into public also when i'm on video like right now it's chill because i know like no one's really recording the like video of it but mm-hmm. like if there's like a red camera or a red light being like this is on record it's like i look at it and i'm staring at it it's like hmm. you know like i have to get used to it for a while <laughs> it's like you can't you can't have a video camera in the room without me being like what's that what are you doing with that why is that on what, what are you doing there and uh you know what i'm saying so like uh but I get like uh, voices, and I'm sitting there, and we were fucking. Uh, I I could just fucking like. Um, I knew exactly what was going on. Like, there's enough people. I felt very awkward. I don't know anybody, but I heard somebody's mm-hmm. voice. I'd be like, goose, and they'd be like, what? I'd be like, you're goose, and they'd be like, oh yeah, what's up, man? I'd be like, I am Bobby, and then like I'd be awkwardly, you know, chuck my way into being able to talk. But uh, I'd see other people, and there were, like, names. And it's like, oh, fucking thank God. Like, I somehow know these people at least enough I can make a joke to where they're not going to fucking think I'm weird, you know? But anyway, sorry. No, it's okay. I was just, like, one of those things where it's, like, I have to know, like, what the date, when this thing started. Because it's, like, it's like I, I just, I, or I'm not going to be able to, like, think straight for the rest of the day. No, you're fine. December, did someone say December 2020? I heard December 2020. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got somebody telling you? Oh, yes. Your boyfriend? My other half is in my, yes. Okay. He's, he's, he's super great in the background. Very nice. No, I'm just making sure. I, I just wanted to know. Nice. Yeah, nice. I was just like, well, it's because the microphone's so good and sensitive. Like, it sounded like it was a voice of God. And it, that's why I was checking. I was like, it on the other side of the room. Yeah, I was like, like is, that, is that like a weird hum I'm getting? Or is that like, okay, so now yeah. we're both on the same level. I was like, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got you. All right. So we had we had some chick named Martha who would pop up into our spaces and we made mm-hmm. one somebody made oh, one Martha? Maybe like Martha Martha redheaded Martha, the the the, the into 3D printing and coding. She don't know. This one only has like an M and she's old and she lives in like she's Mississippi older. or something. Oh, okay. No, yeah, different. Yeah, she talks different. about her she has a dog named uh um, what's the, there's a fucking old singer like Chester, um, Chester man or something like that. What the fuck is it? It's, uh, anyways, one night we made a joke about her being turned on by somebody in the space and she oh, said, yeah. please don't let my boyfriend hear you talk like that. He'll beat the shit out of me. And I was like, whoa, oh. like, like, yeah, no, that's, 
there's yeah there's a lot of unfortunately there's a lot of as a lady let me tell you there's a lot of shit like that on the it's it's incredibly fucking depressing so i mean like yeah just oh, yeah. Chicks is getting clubbed for the, for dude saying the dude, wrong thing or just people that are in like fucking horrible like horrible ass like relationships and stuff like that and it's just like you know it's like ugh, it's just ugh, it's crazy well you don't have to go down like the whole like you know yeah just ugh. no i feel yeah ugh. i feel yeah Oh yeah, no, totally. But yeah, no, it's still it's it's funny sometimes too, though. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Um, so did you get a chance to read my uh my my stars? What did you get a chance yeah, no, to I'm get, my, at, get a right vibe? Now. How do you how first off? How do you go about like, um, figuring it out? Like once you once you have like those questions answered, mm-hmm. what do you what do you do to kind of start the process and and figure out like uh, people? So as far as like the math and stuff like that goes, there's a, there's computer programs to do that. And that's what like astrologers have used for, you know, basically always in the modern, in the contemporary times, it's always where you, computers do a lot of the heavy lifting. Okay. You know, um, I have a lot, I have a few different programs I like to use cause I like kind of like cross reference them. And then the other thing that's interesting is like a lot of people don't know this also, but you know, since it's, you know, been around for thousands of years, as we pointed out earlier and stuff like that, there's lots of different, you know, types of, of, of astrology there's like um what they call like the uh, bong hit <laughs> that's funny yeah no we're not big drinkers in this house but we do like to smoke that's okay anyway. oh yeah no it's fine yeah Sorry. no you're all good hon you're fine you're fine yeah 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 you're so great uh anyway. <laughs> this whole time no. this whole time we're talking about star charts i'm thinking of like you know how like in uh the second or third uh parts of the caribbean that that map that they could make like uh-huh. three circles and they had mm-hmm. to keep choreographing like to make it like match different things that's what i was hoping yeah. you'd have and you're like oh there's a few computer well, so- programs it's like fuck well, no, so, well, the thing is, is that, like, the way that, so, okay, so, the, the sky and stuff like that, obviously, we have to kind of, if we're going to put it on paper, you have to flatten it, right? Yes. You know, like, so, and the way that they do that is they they take a big circle, right? Okay, so, it's a big circle. Ooh. A big circle, and um, then they, um, and then they divide it, in, you know, into 12 different sections, uh, like, like a pizza, as, as everyone always likes to say. Now, how those 12 sections get divided, those the, the, the different schools of thought on that. Um, I learned... I've got mentors and things like that. And also just what makes the most sense to me is a system they call the whole sign system, which just means that all those 12 pieces of pizza are the exact same size. They're about 30 degrees big. Okay. And, and they're, they're 30 degrees. It's the oldest, it's the oldest, longest, you know, used form of, you know, Western astrology that's out there. That's why it makes the most sense to me. A lot of people try to update it and make it more scientifically accurate, which a lot of people always like to talk about. They're like, what about the NASA finding the 13th sign? Or what about sidereal astrology, which technically is more accurate as far as like, you know, what's on the horizon and it, cal- it compensates for things moving and stuff like that. But the thing is, is like a lot of these ideas were built before we were capable of measuring that sort of stuff, you know? And so it's like, I feel like trying to can modernize it is kind of silly because it's like, it's like you can't really make anything more accurate when it's got like thousands of years kind of backing it up. It's like, you can't, right. I don't know. And then I, there's a group that I go to and stuff like that that likes to get together. It's like taught by like this little like guy that teaches at Berkeley and he's like, it's a little cancer guy and he's like so sweet. Kevin? And, no, not Kevin. Um, and um, he's uh, he likes to use what they call a, the Koch system, which is like basically it's based on like minute by minute and stuff like that. But honestly, it doesn't change your chart very much. A couple of degrees 
it really doesn't make that much of a difference. Okay. It really doesn't. I mean, because we're talking about, you know, celestial bodies that are way, way out there. I mean, it's like the whole idea of it is it's like, you know, gravity essentially is the simplest way to break it down. It's like, you know, the, you know, it's. I get you, John Mayer. I feel you. Totally. Yeah. It's like the way, you know, the planet, that's why where, that's why where you're born matters and where you're living matters because, you know, it's the forces that exist exist a little differently throughout the planet you know there's certain you know on the equator you can stand an egg on its little head or whatever and things like same idea okay yeah so that's why where you live and where you were born matters uh with regard to all this stuff now where i was born uh and when i was born now what does that matter uh so so where I'm kidding. Is, how do I ask you that? Are you prepared for that, or is that something you got to figure out more? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I, well, just, well, no. I mean, I essentially <laughs> just told you why where matters, and then when matters because, um, you know, the sky is changing because the planet's always moving. Oh know? no, sorry, sorry. I was trying to make that sound like okay. What is like the information I give you now? What does that matter for me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. wh- how does that define <laughs> me? My bad. My apologies. I fucked up. Right. Well, one of the things that I think like people like to point out is I can't quite remember what the math is, but like a lot of people with astrology, they always think it matters just like the day that they were born, right? Because that's the most that's the most thing that people know is what they they call the sun sign, like where the sun was in relationship to the constellations, like when you were born. Okay. If it if that was the only thing that mattered, something like seventeen percent of us in the world on any given would be having the exact same personality and exact same day any given day right mm-hmm. yeah know, for sure uh, like all the time if if that if that were all that mattered but it's it's not that you know things that it's not that all that matters i mean that matters not the least but you know almost the least out of everything it's like things like the moon that's constantly moving you know matters a lot more uh what they call your ascendant or your rising sign that changes every two hours you know that's that's whatever's on the horizon you know when you're born that's like you know what they say is like kind of like your outer appearance yeah. People that do like a lot of the whole sign astrology that are popular right now, a lot of the ones I like, they say that that matters more than your your sun sign because it's more specific to you. Okay, gotcha. You know? Right, and that's kind of just that's the first impression you give a lot of people. You know, like my my mentor has got like a real good story about like telling strippers what their rising signs were and things like that. You know, like I because everyone always wants you to guess what their sign is. That's always like the cute. There's a goo. Guess what my sign is? I was like, I can't do that. Like you know, just. It's, I mean, because also I don't like to make blanket statements about, you know, a lot right. of Except for, well, there's a couple stereotypes I, I find continue to be true. Um, Gemini love to talk. They love to talk and they're, they're always jokesters. Funny. You know, they love to talk. I, I love Gemini's. I have, they get a bad rap and I don't think it's fair. Um, Scorpios, I find do have a God complex. You know, it's, it's true. They think that kind of everything in the world happens because they had a hand in it somehow, whether they realize it or not. I find that true. Pisces, terribly sensitive, you know. Uh, I say that as a Pisces, but anyway, so let's let let's look your basics here. So, so your sun sign's Leo, you know that. Mm-hmm, your moon mm-hmm. sign is is Libra at zero degrees. So that's kind of fun. What does Libra's that mean? Fun. Now, now, yeah, I don't know so, anything about this, so I don't know okay. how detailed you want to be right. or how fun you want to no. get with it. But so, so the, the, when you talk to like you know astrology Twitter, or just like any like astrology nerds or just chicks that are into it, you know, or dudes, they'll always ask what your big three are. And they want your sun sign, which is the one that everybody knows usually. And then they'll want your moon sign. And then they'll want your rising sign. And your moon sign is um, the one that I like to tell people to look into the most. Because that's like how you see yourself kind of. And how like people that are closest to you would see you. 
like your your romantic partners and like you know maybe your family not always your family but definitely like people like your romantic partners people you're the closest to will definitely always you know be like your moon sign and then sometimes people will be like i read my horoscope and it doesn't really resonate with me but i'm like well read it for your moon sign i bet that will resonate because that's kind of just it's how we see ourselves how what's so, a libra what's a libra uh so libras so uh, libras um they're they're <laughs> They tend to be um, relationship obsessed a lot of the time, I find. Well, like they want to find their person because it's like they're all about balance. So it's like balancing out, you know, themselves. It's like, you know, finding their person. It's like if I find my person and I could balance myself out, then, you know, they're, so they're also concerned with justice and fairness and things like that a lot of the time, you know, a okay. fine, you know, um, go on. So I know lots of, I mean, lots of Libra rising, like my best friend, Libra rising, you know, for sure. Um, you know, I've got a good friend that's, uh, tends to you know, <laughs> only date women or marry women that are Libras, you know, himself. Oh, um, damn. well, I just, people find like little patterns like that, that are kind of funny. Like for examples, what's really funny is like, so my, my dad who, um, you know, uh, just got married, you know, again, you know, for the third time thing, one of the things I think is funny, his new wife, her birthday, very close to my mom's. And I find that that happens a lot with a lot of people is like, you know, like the, that one relationship kind of like that, that lasts for a long time and maybe doesn't, doesn't work out. And then they meet somebody who either has like the same birthday or like a very close birthday to like that one partner. And I always feel like that's kind of like a way of like saying like, well, you know, we kind of, let's try again. Like you were close. You're just a little off, right. you know, but yeah, relationship astrology is definitely one of the things I like to do the most because a lot of people don't talk about it very much, and because it's like you can do it beyond romantic relationships. It's super interesting. It's kind we'll of funny. Mine mm-hmm. maybe is uh, the difference is maybe like a, like three weeks or something. Oh what? Oh, like to like your two big serious or relationships or yeah, yeah. For that's sure. so funny. That's so funny. Thinking about it. Yeah, that's funny. Awesome. That's funny. Well, it's like I didn't even think about it much till I like thought about like when I realized that like, you know, like, I mean, you know, some of the great loves of my life, I guess, that like all had a like birthday kind of like within a week of each other. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. It was weird. You know, I because I mean, I, did, I didn't even think about their birthdays or anything like that until like, yeah, much, much, much later. Right. Yeah, you, yeah. Just, you just broke the fourth wall. But I, I caught it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the other thing. Oh, so yeah, your moon sign's Libra and your rising sign is what? That's the time. Oh, Gemini. That I could totally see. You kind of, I was thinking that you might be a Gemini. I was like, it was a little Gemini vibe. I like my Geminis. Now, Gemini, describe, please. Gemini's are people often, they get a bad rap because people, I think, see them as two faced. But here's my thing about that I think that Gemini's are just more protective of like their personal life and like, because I think they're more in touch with like their inner child kind of. Because they like to joke around and have fun and they kind of can't take life super seriously. But, you know, they do have to go out into the world and have jobs and things like that. So, I mean, like, so that requires them to kind of have, like, a different personality, you know? So it's like they're generally known, you know, Gemini's twins. People think of two personalities and people often equate that with being two-faced. As someone that has loved many, you know, loved many Gemini from my mother to my partner and stuff like that, I'm telling you that's not about – it's not about being two-faced. It's about keeping – things private and secret that need to be protected you know right or having like a defense mechanism now let me it is a defense mechanism let let me ask you this now Mm -hmm. when it was just like okay you're august you're leo this is it um Mm -hmm. do you think it kind of waters down um i guess not waters down like i'm trying to figure out how how to do this do you think that like it kind of makes it like oh you can cover three spectrums now so like 
you know, it makes everyone feel like if you get read something, it somehow fits you, like, already, like, they try to fit themselves into what a Leo is if your birthday is in August, like, right? do you think, like, do you think that kind of disrupts how people feel about it, like, oh, now you're just trying to reach too far out to make everyone feel inclusive? Well, yeah, so that's, that's called, that's, that's a type of, that's a cognitive bias, you know, as I say, that's, you know, it's generally called, um, that one is they usually called like the, the Barnum effect, like as in PT Barnum, uh, you know, who, you know, that's a railroad worker, uh, circus, uh, you know, yeah. A sucker's born every minute. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, because it's like, you know, it's kind of you know, molding people's, you know, trick, not quite tricking people, but we can kind of trick ourselves into wanting to believe stuff like that. And of course that's everyone's favorite study to bring up is like, you know, this infamous college study or whatever, when someone was like testing the validity of horoscopes. And it's like, so the professor gave everybody a little horoscope and told them they couldn't share them with each other. And then they had to come back and say how accurate they were. And everyone said they were so accurate. And then it was revealed. Everyone had the same horoscope. (gasps) Oh no. And then it's like, you know, it's like, yes, they're written purposefully vague and things like that. And a lot of, gosh, I can't remember exactly what the time period was. But there was a long time where, witch, you know, um, astrology was considered witchcraft because it had had a predictive element to it, right? Right. And, and stuff like that. So so it was outlawed in a lot of countries, um, you know, uh, and people, they weren't allowed to do it, you know, because it was because con- it was considered magic or witchcraft and something like that. And and. and people didn't like that so so but the way that they kind of found it back into pop culture uh, you know little culture and stuff like that was basically like kind of making these real general ones you know where it's like well it's not about predicting the future it's just about discovering your personality sort of thing okay yeah whole, yeah yeah and now, then it got kind of vague and then and then and stuff like that and it was in and, and yeah it is kind of like you know the 70s housewife tupperware party sort of i mean 60s sort of thing you know as um you know, the stereotype a lot of the time, but you know, of course everything that's old is new again. And it's gotten real popular because, uh, again, I, I figure because, uh, you know, we're more secular now in, in Western society than we've ever been probably. And, you know, but people, you know, the reason we, we used to go to church and things like that, you know, we're like kind of life's big questions, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Or, you know, why am I here? What's why life's purpose and stuff like that? You know, people go to church to find, yeah, but, yeah, but you know, people huh. still have these questions, and even if they don't want to go participate in traditional religion and stuff like that, so they find that you know this new agey stuff can provide a lot of that sort of. People like to feel like there's stuff happens for a reason. Yeah, you know, um, astrology provides that reason for a lot of people. My this whole podcast, like I've uh, very much been very open to the idea that like um, I need to do mushrooms or DMT. Because, oh, dude, I, I'm a um, huge fan of mushrooms. Um, mushroom does, re- and they were do repair work on your brain too. Is the other I, thing a lot of people forget, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I there was I was doing it for a phase. I mean, I need to get back in the habit again. Where I was doing it for a phase, I, I stopped taking you know antidepressants and and lots of other things because it's like because it was just I for I, I was not microdosing. I was doing what they call a heroic dose once a month because I get weird and shamany about it. I'm yeah, you not have an ego fun. death. I am I am not fun to do hallucinogens with. I don't recommend it um because i everyone likes to everyone likes to go and have fun whereas i have like i will look at the couch and i will look at you and i'll be like tell me about that thing that happened to you when you were five we are and, gonna and get we'll, deep yeah uh, I, I oh yeah i fuck people up it's awful that's I've awesome never but once, also you probably no clear one, no one has ever not cried generally with me and i'm just you, like yeah because i love it you probably and clear I mean, up a lot of people's shit afterwards though you know what i'm saying like yeah, I mean, most recently, the last friend I did it with, I'm pretty convinced I fucking destroyed our friendship. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I said a lot of things that I needed to say to her at the same time. But also, and, it unlocks know. something in their head. And now they're also super successful. Well, so it's yeah, like, I oh, mean, shit. I've, 
I mean, if, I'm I mean, kidding. I'm just gonna lay it out. It's like, well, it's like I've been dying to tell her maybe for like a year that I like had zero interest in meeting like this boyfriend that she had that I'd never met. I'm like, I don't want to meet him because he doesn't sound interesting. Oh, super you know? truthful. Actually- yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, and she's just like, no, but he's, but he is. I was like, no, no, no. You just haven't met enough people yet. I was like, when you meet more people, you'll realize how uninteresting he is. <laughs> Damn. Like, trust me. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, for it sure. Was, oh, yeah. No, it was super shitty. Was I feel you. Yeah. I fully admit that. I I've, fully admit it. I've been in a relation, or I've I've had friends. Like I said, I've, I've been able to go, like, two years without getting laid. You know, like, not having it be, like, the guy thing where God it's like, I got to get fucking laid. Like, but I also had, like, weird shit going on in my life where it was just like, yeah, yeah. you know, you just end up being like, I'm out of it. I don't want to deal with any. I don't need to get rejected, too. Right now, like, yeah. I'm good. Um. But uh, I had a buddy who, you know, I'd seen, and you could just tell the relationship was on the splits just just mm-hmm. from, like, being around them before and then seeing, like, the way this chick acted, like, at a dinner where she didn't say a fucking thing. And, like, mm. I just was like, I was like, yo, she's purposely, like, just making this the worst time ever. And it's like, oh, mm. in her head, she's she's done. Like, my buddy never saw it, and it was like, God, you're fucking, you know, come on, man. Oh, yeah. You Being need the outside to... observer, you can always almost just see that stuff. It's always crazy. Oh, so bad. And he was just like, hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, we're out to dinner. It's like, oh, no, you're not. You guys are. <laughs> no, you're not. You're burning <laughs> a bridge here, brother. It's getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely, I, I feel, I feel, I feel bad. I'm, I am the blunt friend a lot of the time for people, which is like, it works out sometimes because it's like I used to, I mean, it started with, you know, when I started like working in a record label. So all my friends that were in bands always came to me with like their demos. So I generally had no oh. problem like just being like, mm-mm. It sucks. You I, know. I, I try to, I try to mention my podcast like as little as I can. I mean, I try to be like, but I hate, I, but I know you can though. Cause anytime people talk about it, it's always, Hey man, how's the podcast? It's like, Oh yeah. Shut oh, the yeah. fuck up. That's so gay. Like I've actually had like cool people on where it's not just, yes, I've had the gay guy. Like I, when I'm talking to my like very hetero friends who like get weirded yeah. out that Token's been on the podcast, I'll be like, I'll just refer to him as the gay guy. But like at oh, the same time, well, he's your he's your pet gay. But you no, know? he's he was Token, and like me and him, like you know, it uh, yeah. like Token's kind of given me like clearance to be like yo. But I answer him like, "What's up?" Uh, or like I I he was so late the other day to come to the podcast. I go, "Is it yeah. you or is it all gays who are late?" So it's like. It's it's a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like no, no, no. I am. I identify as a gay man inside a woman's body. I know. I've been accepted into that community as well, and that's why he and I started a texting relationship. You know, like oh. pretty quickly. See, there you go. I've, I've been I've been very open that if my dad called me fag for 18 years of my life and then One died. One of my moments was calling my dad a fat faggot in a text message. Oh shit! There you go. Oh, yeah. Holy shit! I never got to the point of calling my dad. I still can't believe I got away with it. To I this think, day, I think one night they got messed all, they got all messed up on butter, butterscotch schnapps. schnapps oh God. And yeah. uh, him and his buddies were around a campfire, and they kept mm-hmm. making a joke called, uh, like, you know, they'd be like, uh, you know, I don't know about Darren, but bend over, tie over there, and uh, they, my, you know, on, another forty-five-year-old man would just go, I ain't fucking bending over for shit, but I don't know fucking bend over Darren and fucking. Do whatever he could for another fucking bump of that sky. It's like Jesus Christ! Like these were gay jokes to my dad, and like they right. were like, "Oh, we only said those because we were wasted." It's like my, you know, I I once openly, uh, I was getting dropped back off at a cabin because I was too fucked up, and I spilled the entire waitress's drink because I stumbled into her. Um, mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> and on the way back, I go, "Am I? Who else is? Who else is coming with me?" And everyone was like, "Just you, you fucking asshole." And I looked at the cab driver. I go, "Come on, man! I want to go back to the bar. What do I gotta do? Suck your fucking dick or something or what?" And I start laughing so loud, and I'm the only one who laughed. The whole group of older like siblings and cousins of mine were just like, "This guy's gay as AIDS." And I was like, and so anyways, I had to go home and somebody called my dad and told them that I offered to suck the cab driver's dick. (laughs) And my dad straight, I mean, as straight as an arrow, uh, good eight inch fucking, you know, blue collar of a man just died at 52 of lung cancer at cigarette, uh, cigarette achievements. Um, Mm. You I know, miss that with all my heart. Oh, dude. I mean, honestly, just just the worst guy. You want to have to try to explain why you offered to suck a cab suck driver's dick. dick to. Yeah. Oh my well, god. You know, and it's just, hysterical. dude. My, I mean, my dad just. And of course, I, he already called me a fag. So he was building it up. He built this up in his head. He didn't. He didn't oh realize it, but he referred me to one of so many times. It was like, well, of course, I became okay with the idea of like I'm not gay, but. I definitely dabble in like uh, homosexual activity, <laughs> like not anything. Like I joke about it, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm definitely. Well, yeah, no, I I do. It's like that comfort level. I feel like it's like super important, though. It's like I don't. I'm more. I'm less trustful of men that aren't comfortable make, even making jokes about it. That always bothers me. It makes me sad, mostly. You know? Oh yeah, black dudes yeah. are the only ones who get a pass. If you're white, you got to be okay with being like, like yeah. fake gay. If you can't yeah. be fake gay, yeah. you're something's wrong, and, but, and you might be real right? gay. Right? And did you even have a best friend if your family didn't occasionally wonder if you guys were more than best friends? Oh, you know? my mom! My mom thought we played a game called Stink Finger, where we each would put our fingers up each other's ass and smell it. Or gay chicken, you know? Yeah. Gay, I remember the first time my brothers ever told me about gay chicken. Actually, it was one of my dude friends told me about gay chicken. Oh, I, I would always be the one to initiate gay chicken, though. <laughs> gay chicken. Like, Oh, I or like I'd kiss him on the cheek when they wouldn't expect it. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. no. I mean, oh, I was the worst about it. Oh yeah, you're the worst. Oh, you're all the worst. But like, I mean, you'd see guys who were like super, like head row big dicks, and they would Mm -hmm. get super gay. Like they would just like and like rampant, almost like a moment of like, (laughs) like let me, let me assert myself here. I mean, I'm not kidding you. There's moments that it's very funny. Like not very funny, I guess. You could, I could, I can't say them. I can't say them because I. This is the shit that no. gets people in trouble. Oh, but. dude. Oh, yeah. No, dude. It's like, no, like I'm I'm very keen. On, I'm, I'm keen to as much of the male psyche as I'm allowed to know as a lady. I still know that there's definitely things as well as I know men and as comfortable as I am around them that I'll never get to know just because like those are just those are men things. I get it. It's cool. It's no. like it doesn't it never bothers me. No, for sure. That's wild. <laughs> I was joking, you know, actually, one of my favorite, uh, you know, one of the things that I was recently infamous for, um, or currently infamous for on, uh, in, on Twitter is, um, so, um, you know, you know, a, they're, they're making more and more AIs, exce- you know, accessible to regular people. And, um, for marketing is like one of the things they have it for a lot is like, they have these AI programs that are simplified and you kind of just to write copy for you and stuff like that, basically. Okay. So I found one that I really, I thought was um, pretty good. And I, I didn't realize that it had some limits to it, but um, like, so a couple months ago and I used it to write um, like uh, I re- used it to write some social media bios for, um, for Otter and for Gaylord. And then I eventually just made it write a short story about them getting married and stuff like that. And I was, oh, so that's I was right. Yeah. Them. That's what you're using. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I used I I used to name. We named it Curtis the AI. Oh yeah, were you there one morning? The morning I was doing it more for people. That's one I of the first spaces I think I hopped into. 
I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get a subscription to it because it's like it's oh god they're so funny oh it's December so I have new I can you know because you only get a limited I get a limited amount of words like that they'll right. let you do every month so but I just realized oh I can do I can it's December so I can do it again yeah you can no get back I, into I, it. I will happily read I will happily read that story anytime I've read it only in spaces like once I like everyone that I'm friends like I use a lot of Telegram a lot and so all all people in my group chat you know they all got a copy of the story of course. You know, my favorite things, though, was like when it was just writing a bios for Otter, some of the things it was coming up with were just hysterical. Like, I, I stopped when it made him a bestiality influencer. I That's, I, that's was, awesome. It was so funny. I like, I videoed <clears throat> me trying to read it to him, and I'm just like, I'm just like, <laughs> he's a bestiality influencer. I was like, ah! You know, th- that was arrested and, and put in prison, I think, is like, oh, but it was just so funny, the shit it would come up with. Right. Um, shit, I, I was going somewhere with that and I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah. But j- just like, I, I guess like the homoerotic. Yeah. yeah so because because Gaylord, you know, my friend Gaylord, who I adore is a great traveling companion. You know, we, we, we've traveled together. Uh, we, we speak on the phone a lot. I, he's probably like a good uh, solid. We, we met in spaces the night that he was drunk and we wanted to discuss the um, the middle section of the two of the Venn diagram of um uh, people that bought cryptocurrency and people that bought subprime mortgages, the middle section of that was like very large. And, and that's distressing to me, you know, Jeez, about financial that took a turn. Oh yeah. People with no financial literacy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's me. No, me I'm, I'm fucking retarded when it comes to anything financial. I've, I don't even have it's, a credit you card. So many other people. And that's what's sad, but also that's how, the, that's how the man keeps you down, sir. You that's need, true. you know, you behoove yourself to not only learn, but to make sure you teach your children young. But also the only thing too, is I'm not one of these people who are crazy into like, um, my nut. Like, I live- well, I mean, you should, you don't have to be, but there's a basic level of understanding. So it's like the whole thing I tell people, it's like, you know, the reason I got to be good with it is because it's like my dad taught me about like just coins and stuff like that when I was a kid. Yeah. He just had a coin, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. That's just basic. No, and for you sure. You learn about like investing and all that stupid stuff if you don't want I to. Fucking, I fucking, mean, no, I, I would never, after yeah. the, I, I was justified after the uh, Robin Hood pulled AMC from their fucking stock because people were oh, killing. Oh, yeah, I mean, that, God, that shit was crazy. But, but you know? it showed it's not free market if they can go, oops, I don't know why oh, you can't yeah, trade the stock anymore. It's like bull fucking shit, you know. Big Daddy yeah, no, was I saying. The, I, yeah, before, I mean, even before a lot of the big ones, like, you know, when I was on Clubhouse still, I was watching, I had a a girlfriend that was an investigative journalist that was um you know seeing a lot of the rug pulls like close up like when they first started people first started doing them mm-hmm. and i just oh crazy and i didn't i was like oh so that's what the point of cryptocurrency is it's just a scam right. <laughs> well i mean it's like that's not really what the point is there is a point to it and there's like you know an initial like kind of noble cause under all of it the problem is it keeps getting perverted by other other ident- yeah, bros. Other, crypto yeah, bros. People who come into yeah. it and fuck it up. Yeah, for sure. No, and that's yeah. like the whole reason why I like I'm one of those assholes who like I get looked at at a wedding because the people are talking about 401ks. It's like I'm going to die before I'm 60 fucking five. Shut up. Like I'm not going to yeah. start. Rec- Sorry, my dad fucking left me up 50 bucks in his wallet and said, all right, dude, I'm right. I'm gone. I totally get that. You know, it's like. And, well- what are you so do? many of us don't have retirement plans because we're pretty sure the world's going to be over before we're retirement age anyway. So, you know, well, we're part of maybe the Great Reset. Who the fuck knows? Depending well, on yeah. how far you want to go. Yeah, right. Depending on. I mean, even if you like get over COVID, like food shortages, like. Oh, like, dude, I've, the food, I found that so frightening. Like, oh. I mean, I, I find it all frightening. I mean, it's like because it's just, uh, just uh, the food shortages is frightening. The fact that you yeah. keep hearing like Boston College is like has like virologists that are like aggressively making COVID even worse. And they're like, Hey, yeah. this yeah. is cool. It's like, fuck you. Fuck. It's not cool. You fucking assholes. Yeah. 
very much. Let's just stop fucking around. Like okay. I don't know. Yeah, let's let's not. Can we not? Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. What? How about me and you break down? What is it called? Um, when you when you fuck with um gain of function. Let's break down gain of function. Oh, yeah. Gain of function. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm completely kidding. I'm completely kidding. I know, I know, yeah. Oh, no, fuck. It's, it's totally cool. I, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I have a career as I'm a you know, Jill of many trades. I did have a career as a fake doctor, as I like to say. No, I'm an internet, I'm an internet doctor, citizen, oh, si- was, citizen scientist, yeah. also. Gotcha. So I can also I'll send you like a little. So always when you do charts for people, I have like a more complicated one I do, but also I have like a little computer generated one that I send people. That's like where the little computer did all the the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And it, and it writes like little, you know, a little thing for you, nice. you know, and there's pictures and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll send you a copy of that as well. Okay. But, and I'm, I'm looking at that one right now just cause I was just like, Oh, cause it's like to do an in-depth one. It's like, I really have to look at it, yeah. you know, for a long time. But I was going to say like the basics are, you know, thus I'll tell you that that's probably it, uh, the questions I had about you to see things. Uh, so I'd say in relationships, financial security, kind of um, important, whether you provide it, they provide it, but I'd imagine that finances and you know the security of one your long term relationships would be kind of important. Yeah, is that what it's supposed to be? No, no, it's not. Well, I'm just saying, is that something that drives you at all? I'm curious. I mean, it, it drives me because I'm the like um, I'm I'm like so I work. My girlfriend stays right. home, takes care of our two kids. Right. Um, so right. yeah, it necessarily drives me because it's like, oh shit, I gotta gotta provide right. for these fucking kids, but right. like. Um, you'd be surprised that when I talk to people again, um, there are some, uh, short-term downfalls I have, uh, when it comes to money. And then there's always a long term where I'm never a saver. Um, for some reason I'm always not checked to check, but well, and, Mm -hmm. and also recently though, here's one thing I was getting Mm -hmm. used to being paid bi-weekly or weekly, whatever Mm -hmm. you fuck Mm -hmm. you call it. Then I decided to, uh, create my own business. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm being irresponsible or if I'm being um, just like it takes longer to get paid. So, right. I'm joking, but it's kind of like I, I obviously like am irresponsible. But uh, I have a couple of people I know you could probably talk to if you want, like, you know, actually slim. Like I, I know one specific person I know that you could talk to about this sort of thing that would not oh, that totally 100 percent gets it. And I. Just had a similar conversation with him. So. I think if I just stop spending on like uh, selfish, like uh, what do you call yeah. them? Um, That's a what, thing for sure. Wants what I or like what, you know, or what I'm used to doing all the time. It's like yeah, hey, maybe just chill. You know, maybe yeah. just but and like there is there's moments like that, but then also like we were I like there are times where I mean I went kind of solo for a space or a week yeah. from spaces because uh, yeah. me and my buddy went to a job job was there was more oh, you talking about like, your your estimate job or whatever oh from, my like, god the other week? right but yeah, like you're... you know the fact that like i mean we're starting my own business or me and my buddy have our own business painting um not many times if i had to work more than maybe 40 45 hours since doing that and the mm-hmm. price increase between getting paid on a job that i worked right. just myself or being the middleman compared to somebody who owns a business and then pays me uh quite a bit better so it don't have to work as much that week, holy fuck, that sucked. That was yeah. like sixty hours in like four, yeah, that's four what days saying. type you, shit. You described graphic gay sex. Oh, graphic, graphic non-consensual gay sex is what it sounded. Well, like. I said two dudes, four dudes fucking me in the ass and then telling me to hold the cum in for my ple- for their pleasure. Right, right, you right. Know, which is right. a whole yeah, thing. That's sociology. Was that where we left the conversation before our break? <laughs> no, somewhere. Yeah, it was pretty damn close. 
yeah. no, but uh, but yeah, no, it it's um, god damn it, no, I forgot about that. I said that, and then once I said I know, it, it's like, like, no, it's okay because it's like I was gonna say like I only have one story where like I totally I. Mm. <laughs> so there was this time like when I first met you know um when I first met my my dude um and I was um at the same time like uh there were two dudes um that thought they were both my boyfriend but neither of them were really nice I've been and, there yeah and then I might have um you know oh god it's like saying it out loud to some of this like is like so different i'm like was i really gonna say this was i really gonna say this out loud yeah so it's like um you know i had one of them like uh you know i totally like let him go down on me after you know having sex oh with come on oh uh, yeah not and then i like laughed about it because i'm an asshole i might have to hang up on you just for that why i know what did he do to that dude like i mean he did a lot of things actually that were pretty horrible to me to be honest yeah but i mean he was he was yeah he uh he kind of deserved it a little bit he never knew never knew yeah i mean that's nice don't ever tell him i mean hopefully he doesn't listen to this it was mostly just for me and you know not was he like into it was he like damn babe you're so much i mean like i think you're so so much wetter today like no there was no comment made like that not at all okay no he's paul paul george in it he was he was he was lucky to be having sex with me i was like the whole reason we're having no 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 because our whole the whole thing that we had we had an agreement that like he was like i'm bad at sex you're good at sex help me get better at sex and i was like okay great i'll do that Sure. But, but you had a load and then you, you just I did. It was not something I Wait, no, hold on, hold on. You, you had sex that day or you had a load in you yeah. that day? Well, it's like I it's like I you know, I, he and I had like, you know, a weird friendship, I'll say. At the time we had like a weird friendship. But know, wait, the guy you had sex with that day or the guy who ate Um, well, the guy I had sex with that day is the one I currently have sex with. So, I mean, like, you know. So that guy and that guy had <laughs> sex with you and then came inside yeah. you. Yes. And, and then the guy, the guy afterwards, yeah, yeah. mopped up. Because it's duty. like we weren't living together yet or anything like that. Uh, you know, we yeah, were. No, 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 that's fine. I'm just yeah. trying to, I'm just trying to understand in which, yeah, no, no, you, no, you know, know, how far. <laughs> like, how... Why did I say this out loud? No, like, you're no, fine. You're like, fine. My brain's like I'm committed. Now, so now, commit. now, yeah. see, this brings me back to the point where I can't blame the guy if he got in there and was like, "Yo, you are super wet. That's cool." What I can yeah. blame the guys being like, you gotta expect that and be like, "Yo, why is something oozing from there today?" That's not yeah, usually that's hilarious as and thick. gross. That's hilarious and I'm, gross. I'm going yeah. to analyze this because this no, is. Go ahead. A, that's why. That's the, the whole reason I brought it up is because you brought up such a specific situation that I've, I was like, I've experienced this. I've almost, <laughs> well, I've almost lost my shit because there's a, there's a, uh, there's an Instagram going around or a, a real TikTok, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, where the chick's like, oh, I was texting this guy, so I left my boyfriend while he was asleep. Uh, I fucked at a gas station. This guy cream pied my pussy. I uh, came yeah. home. And this guy, my boyfriend, was, like, really horny, so I let him start eating me out, and he was like, damn, baby, your pussy tastes so good. And I never told him, and, yeah, so that was it. And I was just, like, I was so mad that it's, like, how are you that, like, in in the context of her, like, laughing on a podcast, it was, like, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. like... I just, well, I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's not like it was the intention, you know, it's like, no, I didn't sure. like, there, there wasn't, there wasn't any intent, 
And it was just, it was like kind of one of the things where like, I'm a horrible person. I remember thinking afterwards, what? but then I like, and then I did giggle about it. But I mean, at the same what, time, it's like, what, was he <sighs> thinking that you were the only, like he was the only boyfriend or did he know oh, that there might've no, been two? No, no, he knew, no, he knew that I, well like, now, now it. see, now you're dabbling in, in the cum filled waters. Now, now you don't know if there's two, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you were right. the only one, that's then that's, you know, then I'm, then I'm mad. If, if he yeah, knew no, that there was, sure. a, yeah. yeah, if you know, yeah. there's another guy, you have to understand that that's another guy who's also wanting right. to come in your girlfriend's vagina <laughs> so it's like right. dude, you can't you can't like take yeah. that on a get on a notice like you gotta right you have to spend a yeah. whole 24 hours with them with them washing right. in the first hour he and then in some very awkward situations like he was like like really like the like with, like when the oh. first time like i had no idea like like when we first met he had a girlfriend i had no fucking idea until like you know she came in you know um you know while i was like sleeping naked and i was like that was not comfortable that was a very uncomfortable situation he put me in with that you know like yeah, that damn. Never before. no and lots of other stuff like that we had a very weird yeah. friendship relationship whatever the fuck mostly it's like our friendship like after that was mostly just me busting his balls for him being a skis ball and i was just like oh that's great you know like you should told me i had a girlfriend you know something like that like because you know i wouldn't probably wouldn't have fucked you if you had a girlfriend i'd known that you know right stuff like that it's very funny you know, it's just like we we take this so I take this so far into my own relationship where it's like before we meet like if me and my girlfriend are gonna go out it's kind of a thing like in our relationship now where I'm like yo let me like get one in ya and then uh, <laughs> that way if any you guy if that way if any guy tries to get That's in so there if any guy tries to get in there it's like good luck buddy. There's a, whole, there's a whole two days load worth in there. Oh, Jesus you know what I'm Christ saying? And so in my head, yeah. in my head, it's like it's a defense mechanism. And it's so funny. Yeah, sure. But That's also hilarious. it's like, like a, cat, it's a male it's like, cat spraying his territory. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. also like a thing where I think like, you know, if you find the right chick, it's like, yeah, I'm into it. It's like, hell yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> that's a yeah, nice Yeah, no, no, no. I totally get that. That's where you go. She's a nice lady. She's a nice lady. Yeah. I love it when <laughs> you love it when guys it's so funny. That's fucking She's a nice awesome. lady. Yeah, it's uh it's true. Um shit. All right. Uh, Are we uh I I don't know, I know you got your boyfriend there. I don't want him to play. Oh through. yeah, no, so it's, it's okay. So it's like what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna send you like, you know, I was going to say, I like, I'd worry that this podcast was like kind of meandery a little bit, but I was going to say, like, I feel like your other ones are too. Yeah, you know? 100%. Like a, I'm, I'm actually surprised yeah. I'm not that fucked up yet, where like usually I keep talking and I keep saying dumb shit all the time. So this oh, is probably much better. Yeah, I'll definitely be, you know, down to do that with you, you know, more uh, another time too, as well, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I was just like, you know, I was going to text you, like, at least your, your chart so you could have a copy of it and look at it. But also, I was going to, oh, yeah, I just had like, I, oh, what were my other questions? uh what other questions arose from this um hmm. so who uh i do that clicky with no worries no worries so i can tell you i can tell you that you know one of your life's purposes is to learn how to grow as a person through long-term partnerships not just romantic partnerships but like you know uh business partnerships but 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 partnerships like relationships that you can maintain for like you know a long time will be a crucial part of you're growing as a person. They, okay. And also you're, you're so and also you're going through I think your Saturn return right now, which is like a big it's like the big first like, you know, astrological event that happens to most of us in our adult lives. Let's see if you're when you're started because it starts you you know 28 29, you know, different for everybody, but when did yours start? Let's see. Uh transit chart, check it out. Mm -hmm. 
Well, the <clears throat> while you figure that out, um, uh-huh. the long term relationship thing, hilarious. Uh-huh. Uh, say the the chick I'm with is definitely uh-huh. the longest I've been in a relationship. Um, <laughs> I don't have I don't have friends. I have my one friend I'm in business with who uh-huh. uh, I've remained friends with since I was a kid. Everyone else I have found reasons to cut off, and I've left friend groups within five years for sure. Interesting. Well, so I can, but I mean, your your friend groups is a totally different, also in different part of your chart. And I was gonna say, like, I think you had a Pisces, ten, uh, or maybe it was an Aquarius uh, friend house. Let me look. I want to look at that again real quick. Uh, let's see. Oh, an Aries. Oh, yeah. So I imagine it could be kind of, you know, fickle. Uh, I remember. I'm. I don't really seem to think that there's a lot of permanence to a lot of things personally especially oh, with yeah. friends. i've always thought that there's a reason in the season for people oh i feel it time, i know? feel it i feel yeah. like when i when i don't get like i don't know i get i get like super anal not anal i don't know how to like i get like paranoid that like um that like i'm being used or like that i've used up oh, like okay. my ability to like be around people or like they they no longer have like interest for me so it's like why should i care about them Right. Like, I struggle with that like I don't know a lot. I get that. I get that totally. Um um I was going to say like the thing that's different I think me when I just talk about like the reason in a season for friends and stuff a lot of the time is like I'm just a low maintenance friend. I'm very on the surface with most of my friends. Like a lot of there's most I'm, I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot of like people that I'm friendly with. Very few people that like really really know me though. You right. Know? Well, right. Yeah. How many friends do you feel like you're performing to do? performative for before a lot of actually yeah exactly most of them this is yeah this is this is not something i like i usually freely admit most but but most of them um yeah. and most of them get uh get the culture the curate curated you get the act yeah yeah you get the act yeah like, like i don't you know because because i'm very you know because I, I have ocd and like a lot of other things it's like i'm a very strange person like you know behind behind my mask and stuff like that so like a lot of people it well in my experience not only do a lot of are a lot of people just they're uncomfortable with it and they can't handle it it's just, it's just full on. And it's like, and so generally in, you know, I have a history of like people leave because they can't handle it. And so it's oh, like, yeah. so why, you know, or because you don't so follow, I, you don't follow like their mm-hmm. okay path, like what they're, what exactly. they need for like, what they need for reassurance for like other people to do in their life to say like, they're not wasting their life or they're not doing what's wrong. They need you to do. And when you don't do it, they fucking like distance because you're not giving, they're not getting the same. They're not, you're not doing the same thing. You're not following their same path. And they, they don't think that then they question what they're doing. So instead of being okay with that, they fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. For I fucking, I'm down for that. See all that mumbling we talked about. That's what that led Mm -hmm. to. That makes it all worth it. That's fucking kick ass. Um, you know, what's very, Oh, you know, I will have to come back and talk about this because exciting new that, transit this your return to saturn you know that does not start until february but it starts february 9th and um here's what i can tell you about it before like we full-on get into it so it's the first big thing that shift that happens you know astrologically speaking it's when saturn goes back to where it was when you were born and uh saturn is kind of a what they call it they call it a malefic planet as in it's like one that brings like lots of not great juju it's like one about responsibility and stuff like that so what it'll be like, if you have to think back to, you know, 14, 15 years ago, you know, when you're 14, 15 years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. And any major themes that you kind of, so that would be like, you know, when you're that age, that's like the halfway point of Saturn. Right. So that would be, you know, if you, you think back to like the, the things or realizations you had at that, at those age that made you like kind of realize like 
what an adult, what, what being an adult was going to be like, you know, cause that's like a lot of people kind of have like those first disillusioned moments, either with like their parents or around sex or culture or whatever, you know, yeah. at that age. Yeah. So that's what, if whatever kind of stuff kind of comes to mind for that, I would be mindful of that because that starting in February, that's going to be a recurring theme for the entire year for you. It'll just, that'll happen again and again, you know, whatever it is. Like, you know, say, oh, I don't know. That's going to um, suck. I can tell you right now. I'm sitting no, it trying does to think. Suck. It does suck. But, you know, so that's the thing. That's the, So that's the thing about astrology and stuff uh-huh. like that is that it's, it, you know, being for to be forewarned is to be forearmed, right? So yeah. the whole idea is like knowing that the energy and stuff like that's going to shift. If you're prepared for it, it's much easier to deal with because it's like, you know, you know that like there's a reason you're feeling like kind of like like they're like okay this there's a reason I'm feeling like this negative stuff but I'm in control of it you know because you're in control of your own actions and and the outcomes and stuff like I've, that. I've 100 percent been feeling like that for at least like the last yeah yeah for like I don't know maybe yeah, the no, last gonna, year. Well, you know, but... I call it a shadow period. So yeah. I mean, this is like the ramp up to it, right? And, and so so then February is going to be like you know you you top of the roller coaster and then you know the next right. year is going to be like. And, so and, and it's your it's your first it's your first big one and stuff like that and a lot of people i mean everybody gets through it unscathed and stuff like that but i mean it's the one that you know most it forces most people it's their big you know it's what forces people to grow up really for the first time i'll cut it up we'll make it nice uh do, thank you very much felicity hey thank you for coming on the this podcast like super fun. no i enjoyed it i knew i knew we'd get along but you know it's because you're a leo i have a leo moon we'll talk more about that later that's why i get along with my leos you know well i'm so. a gemini i'm a pisces i'm a whole bunch of things now i found out so this is well, this yeah, is oh yeah your big three are Leo. Uh, you want to say Leo, Libra, oh, Gemini. Libra, Libra is the one. Libra yeah. Moon, Libra Moon, Libra yeah. Moon, Gemini. There's Libra a whole bunch. Moon. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. You'll see. You'll see in your little chart. I'll send it to you right now. No, right on. Right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Bobby. Yeah. Bye. bye.